Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Table Podcast. I'm Nick Hand. I don't know where you're at, but I hope life is treating you good. If you like this podcast, tell your friends, like, subscribe, rate, review, somebody, tell somebody. Uh, we got a good thing going on here, and I know you enjoy the podcast. I certainly do, uh, the conversations that we've been having. Today on the podcast, my buddy Joe Moeller, uh, he's a National Murrow Award-winning morning news anchor and reporter with a demonstrated history of working in the broadcast and communication uh, industry. And uh, it's a great conversation. We talk about a lot of different things, uh, and his role kind of gives you an inside look into to what it's like to be in his industry. I think what's fascinating about hearing people in so many different lines of work, although you see that our work is diverse, a lot of the themes and how our world is connected um, is so, so incredibly um, kind of astounding to think about. And so I think you're going to see that today. I hope you enjoy the conversation. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Joe. So like how, how are you getting up that early every single day? Don't you feel like you don't have a life? Yeah. <laughs> All the time. I feel like, how do you, how do you do that? Let me tell you, I was just having this conversation with somebody not too long ago. After these hours, that's yeah. probably third year doing it. Yeah. It takes a toll on you. Like it, it's intense. And on the weekends, you feel like you don't have a life. And, yeah. But I mean, it is what it is. Like are, you, are people able to have a social life or is it just, are you just friends with whoever you work with? You know, um, I am friends with people that I work with, but it's not one of those things where, I mean, previously I'd go out more, but I feel like now I'm a little older that, yeah. I don't know, I think it's a, it's a different thing. Different now. mindset. Yeah. And uh, I still have a bunch of friends back home, but trying to go home a lot is, gets harder and harder. Yeah. Especially now that I have a dog, I just kind of lay back. It's like your baby. <laughs> it is my baby. Literally. My baby. Does your dog have an Instagram? Yes. What is your dog's Instagram? Bodie Muller. Bodie Muller. follow them. Hey, we have another Insta. Is is Louie in here? Where'd she go? Go. Somebody needs to bring. He needs to see Louie. Is this a dog? Oh, dude, is it a dog? I need to see this. It's my little niece. My little niece. Oh, puppy. really? Yeah. It's I've my, it's my like brother's a... daughter. <laughs> no, I'm telling you this. I'm obsessed. My girlfriend's like more obsessed than I am. It's their first dog, and so she's okay. But you did something cool because um, <clears throat> I was actually telling somebody about it when you got your dog trained. You send it off to somebody basically to train it, right? Yeah, there's is this, this how it works? There's a guy here in town. He, uh, I sent him there for two weeks. And so he was... This is like a brilliant idea, okay, by the way. Well, because if you have had a German Shepherd before, you know they're a pain. Dude, if you had a dog before, you know yeah, they're a pain. Yeah, yeah. Like, German especially trained. I'm telling you, German Shepherds are a little crazy. <laughs> really? Because if they're not trained, they will... They own you. Yeah. And so, and my girlfriend's 5'2", and like not uh -huh. even 100 pounds. She'll get mad at me if I say how, how she weighs. Um, and so... With you her, know how much she weighs? Well, I do, I because like every time I say I, it, she's like, I don't weigh that much. I don't weigh that Exactly. Much. No, but if you see you're trying to walk this big dog, and yeah. they pull you blah, and pull you down the street, yeah. and then the dog walks by, and barks and barks, and so you yeah. kind of have to have these dogs trained. Yeah. If you don't, a lot of people don't, and that's why so many of them end up in the shelter. But German German shepherds are very intelligent dogs. Oh, they're too I mean, smart. what the police use. I mean, that's like... Well, my dog was playing hide and seek yesterday. So, I mean, I don't know whether dog does that. Hide and seek? Yeah, in the bushes. He's running in, running out. And he like knows what he's doing? Yeah, and the trainer messaged me. He like, kind of just shows you how smart he is. And I'm like, but he's opened cabinets. He's opened the baby gates. He's getting into room handles. He's turned. <laughs> and so it's kind of to the point where it's a little scary. Yeah. You don't think these things through. And how just... human do you think dogs are? I think. Like, do you think they have consciousness? Yeah. 
Yeah. Course, Full yeah. consciousness. Because you sit there, they sit there and they stare at you, and I'm like, oh, what is he thinking? Or they're watching me. Have do you something. figured it out yet? They watch me. He watched <laughs> me. That's how he got underneath the uh, the sink, pulled a dishwashing tube out twice because he saw me down there. Uh-huh. Learned how to open it. So I was... fixed it. The next day he did it again. Really? So he they watch you and they figure it out. And German shepherds are pretty <laughs> not smart. all dogs are like that. Though. No, not all. Some dogs, not man. all, not all, not at all. Not that smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you sent the dog away. So the guy takes the dog for how long? Two weeks. Yeah. So you uh, don't see the dog for two weeks. No, no, and he's that just was hard. My girlfriend was like about to cry. <laughs> your baby, yeah. So I mean, so the dog was trained as a puppy. Like I did the whole social thing because a lot of German yeah. shepherds aren't social. So I mean, he had little puppy classes and everything. But I really wanted him to be like a, a well-trained dog, and I wanted him to be able to go out in public and be social, be off the leash, and not have to worry about him, be friendly with dogs, and because a lot yeah. of German shepherds aren't. So yeah, um, yeah. I sent him away two weeks. This guy here in town, Bo. He's really cool, Bo Flores. And that's what he Shout does. Out to him. You, got, he you does. got her here? Here, oh, bring here. this is Louie. Louie, meet oh Joe. Oh my god. She's gonna come visit. If you're watching the podcast, you're gonna see her make her appearance. Here you go. Take her. There she is. She's so small. Right? Look at her. She's <laughs> look how terrified she looks. Joe, you're scaring her. You gotta I've hold never, her close. I've never had a dog this little. Really? No. All every dog I've ever you had. Don't, you like, like don't even know how to handle her. No, it's like <laughs> when someone hands me a cat, I'm yeah. like, Whoa. I don't know what to do what with do this. What do I do with this little thing? This is the kind of dog that doesn't need training, though. You know what no. I mean? It, it comes you a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. Trust Pre- me. Pre-trained dogs. It's not the dog that costs you money. It's what they do and yeah. what you have to do to them. Yeah. And everything like that. It's yeah, true. For sure. See, I feel like I'm holding your dog very awkwardly. <laughs> So you can totally take You her are back. holding the dog. You can totally take her back. Yeah. Here. He can't handle it. He's uncomfortable. It's like one of those news those news moments where you have the animals on TV, right? Oh yeah. I hate how do you those. hand how do you handle I don't hate those? them, but I just if there's a cat, I can't I do it. I hate them. You can't hand, do it? I hand it off because I'm not You seen that one uh you seen that one news blooper where they're like reptile? You probably only watch news bloopers, right? Since I watch a, a lot of news. Oh, when you're bored? And you only on watch YouTube? Anchorman. Is that your favorite movie too? Nah, <laughs> I do want to watch that again though. I just thought about it the other day. It is a good movie. It's a, it's a great movie. News bloopers are hilarious though. Yeah, no, they're good. What's, your, what's been your funniest on your moment? Oof. A lot of people ask me that, but it's hard to like pinpoint one. Um, Have you had any that you just like... I mean, I feel like they happen every day on our show because our show is such a mess, but we love it. Your show is hilarious. It, it's like a mess. It's like a organized chaos uh-huh. sort of thing. And my co-anchor and I just have like the best chemistry. And yeah, I feel like every day there's something. Yeah. I, I can list a couple things from today that I just couldn't stop laughing. Do you about. ever like lose control yeah. on air and laugh on air? Yeah. You do? Time. Oh, this, I almost did it today. It was this close. My Why? stomach was like tensed up and I'm like trying to hold it in. <laughs> Because they put well, like co-anchor up on camera when she wasn't supposed to be, and she didn't know what to do. And I think it's funny when she messes up, but when I mess up, it's not funny. So then you just hold it together? Oh, my God. Sometimes I don't, though. You just start laughing, and you feel bad because you're talking about someone who died or something like that, <laughs> and you just start laughing. What's your biggest mess up that you remember? Oh, there was this one time I was live in Merced, because I reported before I was on the mm-hmm. desk, and um, you know, they tossed to me, and I'm like, oh, I don't even know what I'm saying. In my mind, I'm like, what am I doing here? And I just paused and I just rambled and I just uh-huh. stood there and they had to take my story because I wasn't talking. So, yeah. so and I'm just standing there. Like, uh, Those are the best. Uh, and I'm like, why am I ever sad? Hey, what's the one, Drew, you sent me the other day of the lady with the, uh, she's like, it's like somebody, <laughs> something make a doo-doo. Where is it? Pull it up. Play it right now. Do you know, yeah. Do you know what it is? Have you seen this one? I think so. Dude. It's funny because you watch those bloopers and like. Is it too close to home? No, I think it's funny. There, You, you meet. My girlfriend's been on one of them, too, because she was live somewhere, and a sprinkler went off behind her, and uh-huh. she kind of just jumped, and she falls into the camera almost. Um, 
a lot of people I've you like kind of know some of them because mm-hmm. TV is such a small industry. When you move around, people jump different places, and so it's funny when you see somebody on there. Yeah, that you know. I got to show you some funny ones from the really? station I interned at. You will some good ones. Die laughing. Like the funniest is to me like when there's names involved. Oh, and the wrong the names. Wrong names, ridiculous names, oh, hard that, to pronounce. Have names. you seen the one uh, from LA? Which one? Can I say it here? Yeah, you can say it here. His name. He was like a ten-year-old boy. His name was Hugh Janus. <laughs> And they read it on air. <laughs> but that's not his name. Somebody's no. screwing with him, right? And he him, does right? birthday shout outs. He's like, happy 10th birthday to Hugh Janus. <laughs> and I, everyone just <laughs> died. I have to show you this video. You will die laughing. So what? does somebody get fired when that happens? Or does everybody no, just think I it's mean, funny? It's funny. I mean, somebody well, I mean, in the think control about room is screwing, screwing around with you, If it happened to right? somebody... At our, at our station, oh, we probably God. think it's funny. Some other station here in town, yeah. they might be like, oh, you're suspended, you're in trouble, but, I mean, come on. Uh, yeah, does no, those that, are the that best really ones. happen, though? Like, you know, like the Anchorman premise where whatever's on prompter, like, you read? Is there ever been stuff Oh, yeah, on... it happened to me today. Like, really? Yeah, because we have a new producer, and there's... Mm-hmm. When you read the prompter, it has to tell you when a, a story is going to roll, but they miss the part in there where you're supposed to stop, mm-hmm. and the story mm-hmm. starts going, and so I'm reading, and I'm like... Oh, the... <laughs> You just I'm have supposed to be reading that. Yeah, stop. because I mean, you try to read it, but then you're, in your mind, in my mind, I'm like, this isn't what I'm supposed to be reading. So you just stop and you look dumb. And what sucks is people at home don't know. I think it's hilarious. Every time I see it, I just die laughing. Um, that's the time. That's you, the time you, that the news becomes even that much more interesting. You need to, to watch our eleven o'clock show because we're so tired at night. No, in the morning. Oh, in the morning, eleven to twelve. Okay. And so it's like that awkward hour where it's not morning, but it's not like yeah. Well, for us, it's like who watches that almost dinner stay time. Stay at home, like moms. Yeah, and is that your well, audience? What's your is actually stay at home um, dads. People will be at restaurants or co- coffee places, and it'll be on there. Okay, and so it's just I don't know. It comes on after the Today Show. Yeah, I feel like it's a filler show sometimes, but yeah, it's it's a it's a good time. I mean, if I could just do that show, and then later on, it'd be yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. But you don't have to get up as early. You're like tired. Just oh, we're so eat. tired. And then when something funny, we just get like the laugh attack, and you just can't stop. Do you guys have like fans? Yeah, I mean, there's people who are religiously watch our show. Really? Oh, yeah. And who will write us in. Or if we crack a joke on, on air, they'll write on our Facebook page or tweet at us they or something. They feel like they know you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of those for sure. But you go in public and people will stop you and say hi. Especially if we're what all together to at an event. Oh, we watch you every morning. You, you're the news. Do they know you by name? You do the news, right? You do That's the news. You, <laughs> you do the, the news. news, right? I think so. Wait, I think I know you. Do you do the news? I think I do the news. <laughs> Or it's the best part. It's like, hey, are you from channel 30, right? Yeah. <laughs> For sure. No, that's so, me. Could you, so insulting, right? Like well, I mean, whatever. I'm not going to sit and correct people. I just say, thanks for watching. Did you find the clip? Yeah. Dude, tell me you see this one. This one. Hundreds gathered today to say their final goodbyes to this fallen Louisville police officer, D.D. Mega Doodoo. D.D. Mega Doodoo, though. That is, that is not how the name even looks. No. What is it? Med... Men get. I will dope? give her. What would you say? I will. Would you say mega doo doo? <laughs> well, so in a prompter, it should be men slash. Okay. Men, Wait. So in prompter, they they do the pronunciation uh, by oh, splitting. I mean, it. how would you say that? If you just say you never read it okay, before. Okay. Ready? I would be like Deidre Mengadot. 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 Whatever. Maybe Mengadot. But I wouldn't have gone for mega doo doo. No. I probably get that was a big mess up. That was just she just rolling with whatever was off the top of her tongue. Oh, and I'm sure people talk. When they see you on the streets, like a doo-doo girl. And <laughs> it's what you get known for. It's what I mean, look at this. This is online. <laughs> and what you say best, on air though. is online forever. 
Nothing can make me laugh like news bloopers. No, this is no. What's your What's your favorite? See, she messed up. But see, the thing was, what? you don't know if it was like her fault or if it was like. Oh, I'm definitely I'm definitely blaming the word mega doo doo came no, out of her mouth. I get that she is to blame. I get that, but when you, I I feel for her because when you see some names in the prompter, you're like, oh, like you, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. What? Which way are we taking this? Sometimes when nobody knows the name, you just kind of act like you know and yeah. you just say it. I'm sure. Dude, what about like people that are guest spotting on your show? Like, I'm sure you don't know all of them, no. right? And so that's the just, hardest part. And you got to like act like you kind of do. And you're like, oh, what was your name again? Where are you from? And I've done that before. But oh, tell us who you, what your name and where you're from, and yeah. that kind of saves you a little bit. But sometimes you try to remember other names, right? Yeah. I mean, did you take a lot of improv classes? No. 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 I feel because I feel like a lot of what you have to do is improv, like in the sense of your transitions and things like that, or is all that scripted? Oh no! You mean from like like I mean you got a, the the good the greats the ones that are like okay you're really good at what you do I feel like they have a spontaneity about them that they're able to think on their toes yeah. when things don't go right they can just spin it and you don't even know you don't know are you reading are you not reading was that meant to happen was that not meant to happen the good ones you will never be able to tell the difference right um, but as far as I mean I didn't take improv classes or anything like that but I think it all comes with experience and I think that. Um, good anchor is also a good reporter who's good at ad-libbing who's good at this or that i mean it all kind of goes together in a weird way mm-hmm. and so i think when you have that practice um out live at a f- fair i mean you're ad-libbing the whole there's no prompter out there right. so when you have that experience of interviewing someone um out in the field or live on air it kind of just translates into sitting on a couch and yeah. talking to them there or if it translates from um interviewing uh uh, police officer because you're not you're you're just ad-libbing it especially if yeah. you're on camera doing it right live i mean you just got to go with it and it comes with experience i mean my first year doing that i probably would have been horrible yeah i mean not that i'm great now but it's, it's what, better re, than my what, first year re, what you would be horrible at what just like going live and trying to do an interview yeah. i mean you just going for it you slowly kind of work your way up to that um in tv news i mean in college some people learn it there too but i mean some people are better than others for sure, some people are better than others. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. feel like, too, you can tell like when people are... It's the, it's the tough thing, I think, about watching newscasters when they're asking questions. Sometimes it seems like they're asking their question, but they're not listening to the answer. Have you noticed this? Oh, yeah. There's no specific Just on to them because they're... What, I would imagine you also have people in your ear telling you what's next, right? It's hard to be... To me, this is the challenge with like soundbite media, right? That's mm-hmm. why I think that like podcast forums and forums that are a little bit more long form, not as edited, will continue to grow yeah. and expand because you're able to get context and there's there's somewhat of a genuine connection that you're yeah. able to establish with your viewer, with your audience, with your listener. That that's not impossible, but it's very difficult to curate and make happen within produced television. It seems uh, just for the mere fact that you're you're on a time constraint, right? And you have the next thing coming next, and we can't spend too long on this, yeah, and we gotta right. wrap it up. It's hard to. I would. Is it difficult to have those? I mean, oh, yeah. authentic connections, right? I mean, you're not. I mean, the thing what the thing is with news and different time frames of the day. I mean, during the morning, you're able to 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 show your personality a little more than at five, six, and seven p.m. when people expect a stiff newscaster. Newscaster. Is that boys. true? Oh yeah. I mean, why? it's just the way night is versus mornings. I mean, it's that's just a, a thing. Different. I didn't even know that's a oh, thing. Oh yeah, and that's why I, it's bittersweet being on the mornings because I love being able to just be more relaxed yeah. versus night, and, and you feel like you're a little more stiff, and you got to be 
news person and more serious. But isn't that kind of like what a news person is? I mean, I mean, is it? I guess new, I grew up in a the... place where where I watched news. It wasn't like that. And really? Yeah, yeah. I feel like any city I travel to, it's like one. I don't mean this offensive. No, no, no okay. But like one newscaster is like, if you've seen one, you've seen oh no, I totally that. agree. And there's <laughs> That's certain, horrible to say. I'm certain, sorry, Jeff. No, I agree. It to your face. I, I agree. I. I it's funny because I because there's a persona. It's like the, the, to me, it's one of those things that's challenging. Because like, how do you be authentic when there's this expectation that everybody be the same? Yeah, isn't uh, there somewhat of that? I mean, you got to wear the suit. You got to do the. And you, well, you got to be you got to be authentic in a weird way, in the way you talk, and the way you do things, and the way you present yourself, and you present stories. I mean, it all kind of ties together. There's, I was actually just listening to a podcast about about this sort of thing with a, a network anchor, but it's. That's why with mornings, you're more relatable. And I think mm. you can be more relaxed. And that's one thing I like and think people like. I, I I do like the news and the fact that you get the person the story. They want that. They want the yeah. news. But I also, I think people in the mornings, they want to wake up and feel warm. Right. You don't want to wake up and see how many people are shot in South yeah. or West. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. to me, I think that's depressing. Right. In the mornings, I mean, you try to be more upbeat. And But isn't a lot of news that? I mean, a lot of yeah. news is is that. Yeah. So, but in you, the morning, that's why you try to throw in what, like the cooking spots and the I mean, yeah, but the, I mean, the 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 good things that are happening in the community, and I, it's more of like the vibe, right? Like the personality, the being able to joke or yeah, keep and, it, and it is the vibe. I mean, when you're sitting next to someone, if you're sitting next to someone that doesn't really feel that or like that, then it's hard. But I sit with a great co-anchor who yeah. I can feed off of. She's been in this market for 20 years. She's Alex hilarious. Delgado. She's I mean, everyone knows who she is yeah. in this city. She's so funny that when you guys feed off of each other and you guys can show your personality, I think people love that. And, oh, yeah. and if you can kind of squeeze that in to laugh about uh, some little clip, I mean, I think yeah. it's, it's, it's... And she better. is all personality, by the way. Oh, my God. It's It's... What you see on air is like tamed down, and then off. Dude, desk I was on thing. her show one time, and she, we were on commercial break on Central Valley today. It was, it was, yeah, I like think it was, PM? I think yeah, it yeah. was something like that. And she was doing something, yelling, just like going, and all of a sudden they say action. She just snaps right back to it. You oh, know, yeah. she's like on her. You talk about professional and pros. Yeah. Like she is, I think one of the best pers- news personalities, and I say news personality in the fact that like the person, the person, the person, her personality. Yeah. News people in this market, I think she is one of the best. Yeah, for sure. And she's not the stiff person, and I I prefer that in my news. What? Uh, someone who's not so stiff. Someone who. How how do you how are you able to kind of like separate yourself from that though? Because it seems like newscasters are a type of a character. So Isn't always, the, is there not a character? I mean, is there not a voice? Is there not a stance? Is there not a? There is. No, there, there is. Um, I think that. I've always kind of said this in a weird way, but you always, when you watch the news, I mean, would you rather watch someone you can relate to? Oh, 100%. And so I feel like when I wa- grew up watching the news, I mean, I watched the news every morning growing up. And then that's, that's, that's kind of why I wanted to do morning news is because I grew up watching it. Yeah. But I liked it because they were funny and they were, they were, they got along and they were yeah. genuine and, and you could feel like you can go have a beer with that person. Right. I mean, and I that's feel that's why like, people like morning shows, whether it be radio morning shows or TV, oh, yeah. like they like that 100%. hearing people talk. And, and some people don't, though. Really? Some people can't stand the laughing and the giggling and the who? jokes. Oh, there's people. Trust me. <laughs> oh, I've never I've heard somebody. To I've never heard this... somebody say, "I don't want to hear jokes in the morning." Oh yeah, I've, I like I have... what you want. Some people don't. I mean, there's certain <laughs> channels they can turn to. That they have their options here. <laughs> they do have their options. They have their options in this market. How do you find? How do you find in your persona? 
like how do you find how did you find your newscaster voice and oh, i really yeah. i want to dig in on this because i want to know how newscasters get newscaster voices okay so when you watch you, okay when you do because your, the voice that you're talking right now is not the voice that you use oh, no. when you're now when i'm on reading TV. like a professional story you don't yeah. want to yeah so when you when you first start this job i mean when if you go back and watch my stuff from montana it's not you were in montana first yeah what part of montana helena okay Helena Great Falls television market. Yeah. So I kind of went back and forth. Mm-hmm. But um, you watch my stuff from there and it's, you hear my voice and it sounds like I'm too relaxed, like too, just not professional and articulate certain words a different way. And you watch yourself and mm-hmm. you watch your tapes and you get better. And then you watch someone else. You're like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. But what's the standard? Like who, like, okay. No, I mean, there's no standard. But who's but, some, who are the people like, are there, are in um, newscasting, in, in, in being an anchor, are there like, are there the greats within that industry? Like are there oh, yeah. people that you think like, oh, this. I mean, every is. industry has them, right? But I think TV is more. Um, but who is it? Prominent. Is it, is it like the. Oh, there's people. I, the I, global shows though, like oh, the yeah. Morning America. Like I have the. Like World News Tonight, David Muir, I think, is fantastic. Okay, yeah. Uh, I was just listening to a podcast from Whit Johnson. He does uh, another podcast that I was listening to, and and uh, he is a great anchor. Mm-hmm. We, he is GMA on the weekends. Uh, I think there's great anchors in a lot of markets, but mm-hmm. it just takes sitting down and watching them. Um, there's a number of people around the country that I definitely tune into. Yeah. Different stations, too. Like, I'll live stream. I'm a news nerd. Like yeah. I live stream stations in Boston, Denver, Dallas, yeah. Vegas, like, all the time. So... Um, there's people in different markets for sure, but as far as anchors, I'd say those couple. What's the goal for a news anchor? Just keep climbing the ladder, or is it to be established in a community? To well, when I first got into this industry, I think a lot of people were like, "Oh, I just want to climb and get to the anchor desk and go to biggest market possible, biggest city, and make the most money." And and I don't know, it is for a lot of people, but I, I guess when I started, I kind of wanted that too. But I, I kind of mm. moved into um, personal life too. I mean. I have a girlfriend. She's in the same industry. Yeah. So that makes things difficult. And not Make, difficult, difficult, but different. How? But diff- I mean. Just because your lifestyle and both, pace we both and do the same thing. schedule is crazy. Yeah. We both do the same thing. And, and to be able to move around the country and yeah. jobs are limited. I mean, you got to try and work your way into different cities. Are they limited even for the industry you're in, though? I mean, it seems like there'd be a lot of options. Well, I mean, there's, there's only like, let's say for Fresno, there's four stations. Mm-hmm. And there's only a certain amount of jobs at each station. Yeah. So if they're full house, I mean, not all places, which is rare, but because it's a changing industry, um, then it's it's harder to find a job. I mean, yeah. if you're under contract sometimes yeah. and you can't leave, I mean, it's all it's sort of different and it changes. But I mean, for me, I mean, I I honestly didn't think I'd be in Fresno this long, but I've liked it more than I thought. So mm-hmm. I'm still here and I, and I enjoy it. Um, you kind of just, I don't know, you kind of think about what you want. You think what you want changes, I think. Mm. And it changes with where you go, and and uh, I think my goal is to get back home, which is L.A. area, Orange County, yeah, where I grew up. Um, so hopefully I can get there. And I love reporting, anchoring's fun and all, but I love reporting. Which is what more on the ground? Yeah, you got the field. stuff. Yeah, I like both. I think you can do if you're good at one. If you're really good at one, you can definitely do the other. Mm-hmm. Some people can't, but they don't like to. What is the prep process like, though? Is most of the stuff uh, ready for you when you show up, or do you have to do a lot of stuff? What do you mean? Like when you show up to work, are you just reading teleprompter? Or are you like, do you know about the stories that I mean, you're we have producers? About? I mean, I thought I show up at. Are you a puppet, Joe? I mean, no, I'm just kidding. Well, I'm the kidding. thing is, Joe, is a lot of, no, it's totally cool. But a lot of people don't have, they don't know exactly. They think we just show up and read. But that's the, that's my question. I yeah. mean, if you if you're watching a newscaster, I mean, 
is there like a research process that goes into it or is it like do you just have to get up to speed to be able to communicate because that's what i would assume more your job to communicate what's going on yeah. to be able to articulate in a way that people understand to people I mean, or to your community when i sh- I think you have to, especially as a news anchor, keep up with the current events that are happening, especially in your city. I mean, I was just watching the news here before we got here about about the president talking about um, Syria and Turkey. And so mm-hmm. I think when you stay up to date with current events and you get updates on your phone, it helps a lot because then you go show up to work. You're already kind of mentally prepared. Yeah. Uh, I wake up in the morning and skim the number of apps that send me push yeah. alerts overnight. Yeah. So that helps a lot. But I mean, when I get in, I'm, I'm reading the rundown, which is everything in the story and the show. And you go through the scripts to understand everything. And um, I even watched the news the night before. So I kind of have yeah. an idea of what's going to be in our show the next day somewhat. Um, but I mean, I'm usually helping write a few things here and there in the morning before the show. And then um, lately I've been producing a lot, the 11 o'clock show in the morning. So mm-hmm. um, I do a lot of producing work too, okay. which is which is cool. Doing, and I love producing. So do you game plan coming up with the segments? And- well, you build the show. Okay. So everything that's written in there, your, your work, you're doing that. Every The video, you got to put it on. The rundown, you got to format everything, have the right um, markers in there so the, the director knows what to take. It's a, it's a, it's a process, yeah. but I think it's part of knowing what you're doing on desk is being able to put a show together. Mm. It's not just showing up and reading a prompter. Cause, right. I mean, a lot of people could do that, I think. Yeah. And so when you can do the other thing, it helps. Is that pretty much as a newscaster, are you reading, Are you, news is pretty much your job, right? Like, so if yeah. you're not on TV, you're working on You're, you're working on a show shows. or like you have an assignment or a, a special story. Um, like ratings period's coming up. So a lot of people around town are going to have special stories they got to work on. Do news anchors consider themselves actors? No. Because in journalist. a way, journalists. Yeah. But there's a part of it that's acting. I mean, you're a journalist in the sense that you're reporting information or yeah. journalism in its truest form. But I mean... That's the part that I still that it, there's the characterization of of a uh, anchorman, right? I think there's an expectation for people to be a sort of professional on and professional air. meaning what? The way that you talk? A news anchor. I mean, yeah. but what I'm saying is like <laughs> What does that mean? If you go on and talk about how we're having a conversation here on air, some people, someone might not they'd be like, "Okay, this isn't I want the news straightforward. I don't right, want right, right. I don't want how you're going to be talking at dinner tables." Right. I mean, so it is a little bit different. So where does the voice come from though? Because you know, like a newscaster is gonna have a little yeah. bit more of a distinguished voice. When I mean, you talking. just work on it when you. You're just, as find, you go. you're just finding it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just try to. I don't know. You want to be professional, uh-huh. right? But you don't talk like that when you're talking to your friends. But it's your no, way of no, 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 stepping no. into your role. Yeah. Like somebody's showing up for work and they put on a certain outfit. You put on your. They put on my suit. Put on your suit and your voice. Yeah, and then I. Go Do you in feel there. like a different person when you're wearing your suit when you're not wearing your suit? I hate wearing suits. Really. What's sad? I spend all my money on suits because, and I, I, I try to go out in public, and I'm like, I don't have anything to wear. Like, I have nothing. It's all suits. Yeah. Um, um, I don't feel like a different person. That's why I don't want to feel like a different person. Yeah. I mean, I try to to read a certain way and talk a certain way, because I mean, I want to be professional. I think it's yeah, a, yeah. a sort of level of professionalism that every news anchor is going to talk differently off air. I mean, I would consider them actors. Yeah. I just think it's the way, especially even if you're in the field. I mean, a news reporter does the same thing. I mean, a lot of people in a lot of different industries do the same sort of thing. I feel like in some ways it would be difficult, though, because you're not you're ju- you're not presenting your authentic, just true self. But at the same time, you're not like given a full role. You're in this kind of this in the middle. I'm communicating information. And because I'm communicating information, there has to be a way that I do it that I would imagine kind of put you in an interesting position, because as much as you want to be, you know, believable and fun yeah. and all these kinds of things, you're also doing TV, 
So I feel like there's a there's a middle ground in some ways. Yeah, I mean, when you talk about certain stories as far as like, let's say, a death, a, a shooting, for example, I mean, you want to try and, 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 and be... Um, a little more softer. I mean, you don't want right. to be talking the same way you talk about a pumpkin patch that's opening and right. on Shaw. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You want to, right. you want to feel the same way you're doing it, like how you feel, how someone at home feels for the first time. They're hearing it for the first time. I feel like you should be the same way. Yeah. And and I don't know. It's it's, it's weird to explain. It's hard to explain. And I think people in this industry sometimes struggle with trying to sound uh, or make sure they're not sounding um like they don't care yeah they gotta sound like they care and i, I see that all the time where some people are just they, they read something a certain way they're monotone and it just doesn't sound genuine it sounds yeah. a little weird and I, I think it's a struggle for a lot of people i mean I'm, i still struggle with it trying to find a middle ground or trying to find the right way to say certain things or um, sound a certain way yeah. no one's perfect and that sort of is aspect. there a pr is there a pressure that comes with it being i mean because there is a a perfectionistic, I don't know, uh, perceived view of people who, I mean, you have to dress a certain way, got to be yeah. professional. Do people expect you to always be serious? Like, is it, is it difficult to I don't like, think anyone expects me to be serious. Really? Me? Like, well, yeah, I mean, I don't I mean, you, you watch us. Well, so, yeah, but I would expect, I would expect a newscaster to be serious for the most part. No, I don't, I don't, I don't think, I mean, I hope not. I'd hope people wouldn't expect that in person. So do you feel, you don't ever really feel, you don't feel that? You feel like it's no. just, it just is what it is? I mean, you mean off camera? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I feel like when people see me in public, I'm not going to be that same person. I mean, I, I'll i be the same person. I hope that I can, Yeah. they see me and be like, oh, wow, I see you on air. Kind of yeah. back the same. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I just, you got to be yourself off a camera. And I think people like that even more when they get to know you a little bit more. Um, Cause you don't share everything about your life on air. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you can kind of be a little bit different off air. I think too. I mean, it's interesting. I'm sure you've seen this as you've studied news, but it's, it's, it's funny how it's evolved and continues to evolve. You know, you, oh, used, you used to have these people that would sit, sit behind a desk and just read information verbatim, communicating thoughts and ideas with the intent of allowing the audience to make the decision. Here's the facts. Here's what happened. Here's what we saw. You can decide what you think about this information. It seems as it's evolved, there's more and more um, of side choosing, you know, oh, yeah. picking side, uh, what side on which you stand. Um, you see it a lot within just the, the divide between media and politics and how there's somewhat of this, um, this warring feud um, from you know between politics and then your 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 news party wherever it is that you yeah. get your news, and it's not just a matter of communicating information as much anymore, but it's information also with a little bit of a heavy hand or a slant. Um, you know, it's funny you watch Fox News, you watch CNN, they oh, can yeah. be covering the same story but have a completely different. You'll get a different side. Spin and sure. and that, I, I think that that's the thing that's interesting to me is a lot of times it's the same story, but a different spin. And that actually has a lot of power with your viewer. Oh, it, it totally does. And th know? that's the thing like, I like about local news is that we don't do that really. I mean, I don't, I should never give my opinion on camera. You're, you believe, do you believe that? Oh yeah. 100%. And I think that these networks, I mean, um, I watch, I mean, I watch them all. I go back and forth between them all just yeah. to kind of, Hey, get the different sides. Cause yeah, you know, you're going to get that and different perspectives and to watch the different news anchors. Um, I think it's unfortunate. I don't, I don't like when I see certain people do it a lot mm -hmm. and certain stations do it a lot. And I, I still struggle to find that one station that doesn't do it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's one reason why I think local news is so appealing to people um, all over the place is because they can watch and just sort of get the news. I mean, sometimes the, the bias, I want to say, kind of leaks through from from networks to um, to local TV. But I mean, another thing that people don't realize is they might think NBC is one way, but right. our NBC station is owned by Nexstar, so it's I don't we don't work I don't work for NBC. I work mm-hmm. for a company called Nexstar. So a lot of people might not under, or Fox. See, right. I don't like Fox News. I'm not going to watch KMPH. But right. they're not even really. Related Isn't it difficult though for people even to know really what yeah. what information to trust, who to trust? I mean, I feel like that's that's kind of the it continues to be the difficult thing. Yeah. Again, what I'm saying about you know media presented in a way that you know humans have been able to meddle in it. It's not just here are the facts. It's like playing a game of telephone, you know. No, and, no, I totally agree. And it comes down from this person to this person, this person, and this person, then puts a little bit of opinion. And I think that's why the president tweet so much just because it's, it's it's straight to the public rather than going through a news outlet yeah i mean when you see the different things that go through uh, uh different stations that this story is portrayed this way on one channel and it's portrayed this way on another channel on the network level um it's frustrating so you're a trump supporter no i don't support one way or another i <laughs> you mean yeah that's bs no you don't I, support one way or another well i mean you don't i don't i can't i'm not gonna talk about it yeah because that's just Again, then do you feel would, okay? So, but do you feel like you can't talk about it? I don't want to talk about it because it would ostracize you away from one group. I just think it's un, unprofessional for a, a journalist to kind of go one way or another. And I know some do some because prefer, the goal, the they goal feel like is their voice is uh, a voice that's they're a public figure and they can influence the world. Um, I think that's how some people are. I'm not that way. I like to be unbiased and just report the news. How do you how do you draw that line in a culture that's evolving though and not get left in the dust? Uh, what do you mean? Elaborate on that. Because it's it's an evolve it's an evolving thing. It's like people who say chivalry isn't dead and or you know that want to fight for things to happen. But in the evolving world that we live in, things change. The role of a new newscaster, yeah. as much as we want to say they should be professional, they shouldn't pit a story towards one side or the other. The facts are that that's where news has has completely evolved. I don't think so on the local level. On a local level, it hasn't. I don't think so. I think you sometimes, like I said, you see a leak through from when they get their content from from the, uh, the shared networks stuff, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of confusing. But uh, I mean, there's times where I've seen things where I've changed the scripts because it's it is biased, mm-hmm. and yeah, you, know, you want to make it un- unbiased as possible. Um, I don't think you see that on a local level, which is one reason why I do like local news is because you don't do that as much. I mean, if there's a package about something going on in Washington D.C. Uh, let's, let's talk about impeachment inquiry. Mm-hmm. I mean, I purposely, I have a thing where we're not going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to talk about it. And we're going to mm-hmm. get the news. That story gave you the, what's going on, but we're not going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, why would we? It's not our place. Because your thought is if you talk about it, you end up choosing a side. Yeah, and, and if and you choose a side subliminally, you're telling your audience and to I'm do still, so. And I still, I, I, I personally think that journalists shouldn't, yeah, You're supposed to be on bias. Well, I, I agree. Going I, to college—that's what you learn, and 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 I, that's how I, that's how I feel when it comes to that. I completely agree with you. I just think that I'm wondering how we're going to manage that tension as a society yeah. in a world that it seems, in some ways, that type of journalism is a bit archaic. And I hear what you're saying as it pertains to the local level, yeah, it's a but it does seem like a lot of the local guys. I mean, if they had the opportunity to have oh, more some. of a global position, that they would. Oh, there's so Jump many that the I see sometimes do, so. do this or that. And I'm like, really? Like, now everyone kind of knows what you're thinking. Yeah. So you ask a certain question a certain way. You, 
I don't know. I've seen it before, but but I, at the same time, can't you kind of empathize with that? Because I mean, you do have opinions, right? Yeah, but I'm not here to give my opinion. That's my job. And so nobody you, wants so, to know my. Why would someone want to know my opinion? Uh huh. Right. Well, I think people want to know opinion because I think it. I think people find comfort and guidance. But you know I'm not, I mean? that's not. You can get guidance from from some somewhere else. You can get the tools or the information, you, and you make the opinion. I mean, I'm not here to give you an opinion. Right, and ethically, that's understandable. Yeah. But as far as community standards, the viewer isn't thinking like that. Well, like as well, a viewer, when I'm when I'm watching when I, I'm watching TV, I don't know. Maybe I'm not looking for people to give my maybe their opinion, but I think that. I think maybe subconsciously the way that we're hardwired, I think that we're looking, we're, we're, we're you all know in what's some right, way, what's wrong. Yeah, we're looking for yeah, guidance towards the right thing. But I think a lot of the time, some you might say that, but you're looking for um, this way or that way. And what, what what's, why is this bad? Or why is, why is what he's doing bad? Or why is what he's doing is good? And sometimes which that is, is this, which is what, in essence, the right or wrong, what is, what is right, yeah. what is wrong here? I mean, you would see the bias in a certain story. If, when you're saying a viewer wants to see a certain thing and and uh, take something away from it, um, their opinion, they want to have an opinion on it. I don't think a lot of people, when they watch our channel, uh, local news, they're going to be getting that. And I don't think they expect that. I don't think uh, five and six o'clock in the morning, a lot of younger millennials are watching the news. I really don't think that. And so I do think the older generation are people that are older than me, at least. Um, they're not watching to get an opinion. And mm. I hope not. I hope they... They're not watching to get my opinion. Well, something. I think what's interesting is I don't think that most people are aware of their motivators. I think that a lot of motivators are subconscious, you know, and I don't know that it's trying to get, I, th I just think it comes back to more that guidance thing. Yeah. And I, and I, I agree that I, I mean, fundamentally I would say opinions just stay out of it, yeah. but in a world where it seems like the cat is kind of out of the bag, so yeah. to speak, it's like, how do we help people then begin to understand what is news now? Uh, I'm a firm believer, and and especially in this where I'm doing and yeah. morning news anchor, uh, you give the facts. I mean, I'm not there. I still am not there to tell you um, the way you should think. Mm -hmm. I mean, a we are your local election headquarters. That's a brand that we have in our station, but it's more of um, this city council member did this on this day. I mean, I, I'm not gonna. I don't talk about that stuff. I'm yeah, not, it's not my. I don't give my opinions on that stuff. And I think and it's almost, do you think it's kind of a choice that you should have made if that is the profession you have chose? Do you forfeit your ability to use your platform to propagate your opinion? Um, no, I, well, I think so. Yeah. In a weird way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I do actually. Um, I don't, I didn't get into this to give my opinion on things. Mm. I love telling stories mm. and then like sharing the news. You're a storyteller. That's what news reporters are. Yeah. You're supposed to be. Yeah. I mean, some think there's something else. <laughs> yeah. But um, I, I ha the whole time I've been in this news industry, I've really tried to be unbiased. You try and um, just give the facts. Here's the news. Um, and I, 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 going forward, I hope I can still do that. I try to. I don't like to talk about politics on air. I mean, I like to ask questions. I think news reporters, news anchors, anybody, um, digital reporters, which is a huge new thing, you got to be informed. You got to know what to ask about certain topics. Um, and I think that sometimes when you see things leak through or, or mm -hmm. certain biases when they ask certain questions, but um, I, I, as far as forfeiting that, that giving my opinion, I think, yeah, yeah, I try to, I mean, you see local news reporters. I've grown up watching certain channels. I still don't know what they believe in. I've watched them for 25 years. I still have no idea what they think. Yeah. They don't talk about politics on air. Here's the news. 
But in local news, you're not you're not. But that's more again with local. Yeah. Right. Which I love to do network stuff, but eventually down the line. But if I do do that, I want it to be news. Like I'd like going to wildfires or, or going to a bridge collapse, stuff like that. The news. And I th- I, you find too that it's not just within politics. I mean, it's it's whether you're talking big farm pharmaceutical companies yeah. and you know drug abuse. Um, sexual harassment. People choose, you know, sides on all kinds of things like that. Yeah, and I, I see that again more in the network level. You see certain opinions on things, how one thing affects the next, or affects this, and impacts the stock market, impacts the election. You know what I'm saying? That kind of. Right. But another channel might not come down that way. Yeah, I can see that on that level. But as far as here locally, I still think you're you're getting the facts on those things. I don't think. Uh, at least I hope not. Yeah. Anchors here, reporters here, really putting their opinions on things. But I do see, like you mentioned, there are people in this industry, in my industry, that I see all the time who are giving their opinions, who are, and I, I get the fact that they are in their public figure and they have a sort of platform that they can um, make change in certain ways. And I get that. And I think that's some, some people's choice to do that. But I, I also think that um, there's certain times and places for them to do that. Uh, I, do get, I do see people do that. And sometimes I'm like, why? So how do you think, how do we know what news can be trusted? Mm, I think I that's, mean, you hear the whole fake news thing, right? Yeah. And then when you, when you, but then when you dig in and you evaluate, okay, where is the, where is the, like, for example, when you show up, where are you guys getting your information from? Uh, so we have different sources. There's CNN. Um, we have a partnership with them. So you can get video from them or you can get uh, different stories, but you, you got to read the script. You got to know what you're talking about. But Sometimes there's no script or you just got to look it up yourself. So, but are you basically getting news from other news no, sources? National stuff. Networks? National stuff, yeah. So, and they're getting their information from where? Like, who is controlling this narrative? So, how um, TV works when it comes to a national... Actually, well, national stories, we actually do have a bureau in, in uh, Washington, D.C. Um, so, we get some stories from them, but it's how the reporter writes it. I mean... We get, uh, since we are NBC, we do have a partnership with them and we are able to get video and stories packages from them as well. Um, same thing with CNN. We have a partnership with them. And as you know, CBS 47 is our sister station. They have a thing with CBS. So every station has their, their way to get video um, through those different platforms, I guess you could say. Um, but those, the reporter who writes it, it's, it's how they, they write it. And that, that's how it turns out on an air. I mean, same thing with uh, if there's a script you I'm supposed to read, I can go through and make changes I want. Mm. I do have the power to to, to do certain things as scripts. Yeah. When it goes on air, I do that all the time. Not to be biased a certain way, but if I don't like the way something's being written or it's not conversational, I don't want to write. I can change it. I guess the question that I ask, and I feel like some people ask, is the, who's vetting the information? In the sense that you think about the fact that. Most Americans, I mean, the way that it has always been prior to, I guess, even the evolution of social media, um, we're getting information from the news that we turn on on TV, you know, but if you trace that trail back, like somebody, you know, this is where you get the whole, the corrupt media or, you know, the media is, and then you talk with guys like yourself that are extremely genuine, extremely, I just want to do my job well. I want to communicate accurate information. But the information that you're getting, you're also getting from up the stream, up the chain quite a bit. Who's vetting the content? Like, where is the content coming I mean, from? I guess is it coming from? When you're, okay, so for, for us, for example, we're NBC. So when we take a package from a reporter who's in Washington, D.C., gathering all the facts, I mean, you kind of believe they're getting the right facts. You're, you're hoping. Yeah. 
when you're putting it on air. I mean, you're, I mean, and it, we, these networks are pretty reliable. I mean, they, they're, they're, they're getting the facts. And then when they aren't, I mean, I hope they're attributing a, a certain thing to someone saying that yeah. because that's where a lot of people get in trouble. You got to attribute. Like, that's why you hear it in the news all the time. Police say, um, she says, he says, cause we're not saying that someone else is saying that. But as far as vetting their stuff, I mean, there's one or two or three people who look over their scripts and stuff before it's sent down to us. But you're not seeing that. No, but we don't, I mean, we're not in DC. I think though that, that, that probably is the, you know, why it would, I mean, I guess in an ideal world, we're kind of past it, but if people could just stick to the facts and information, because you know, people get emotionally charged around content yeah. and around, you know, how it's not just what happened. It's how the story was told. Yeah. We could all be in a room and experience something and experience it a bunch of different ways. Yeah. And based upon how we communicate that will determine how other people hear it, which will also determine how other people actually feel about it. Yeah. And I think then that becomes, you know, in a lot of ways, the challenge, because the information that you're getting is, uh, is is not it's not inaccurate but i mean it has been passed down through a lot of a lot of you know different chains so i feel like it's a it's a slippery slope in it some is, ways for sure. to 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 be able to as a as a viewer as a listener know you know what information is accurate and true and can and, be trusted and, I guess and for for a local station like ours or or another one anywhere i mean when you see a package sometimes or a package is a story it's a it's a package put together it's a story right. from network um Sometimes you see it and you're like, oh, well, why'd they ask that that way? I mean, yeah, you do see it, unfortunately. Yeah. Like you said, I mean, it happens. It's the new world and you do see it in different certain stations. Um, and I, and that's what I guess gets difficult with uh, being a local TV station sometimes. Is yeah. If you do see it on there, usually not the local people doing it. Yeah. It's usually coming from network. But that's all you got to if, work but with, if isn't we, it? Yeah, exactly. But if we see that or if you, for example, we have a choice as well to run it. And break it down ourselves and change it into a Vosad or, or just a reader. Um, but I think generally the people who are reporting for, for network on, um, it's called like a news path or something like that, which means their job is specifically to do it for local TV stations around the country, but they're working for NBC or CBS. So there's certain reporters that just do that um, or CNN too. And they just usually those that just report the facts. Yeah. And some, I mean, sometimes you do see the bias, unfortunately. How much do ratings have to do with all this, though? Because at some point, you can't just say, well, we're not going to run that story because we don't know about... Th-. I mean, you, you're having... I mean, you have I to keep up. I would say we pretty much trust the network um, and their, and their fact-gathering. I mean... So then you understand why people would question the media. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's logical to understand why people would yeah, question no, the media. I mean, when you watch different channels, you're getting different things, so how do you know what to believe? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I get why people are skeptical. I mean, you, I get, I, I see why people are upset with the media. Or, and a lot of the times it's because they don't understand necessarily um, how they work mm-hmm. as well. What do you mean by that? Like, I don't, like I mentioned, I don't work for NBC, but right. someone at home might be like, oh, NBC, I hate yeah, yeah, an yeah. NBC anchor. Because of who you're like associated with. Yeah, I mean, I work on an NBC channel, but I don't work for NBC. But like, even if you were associated with them, what does that change? Because I mean, I, but uh, that's an example. I'm not isn't that part of is. the unfair, I mean, pressurized bias, part of being in the role that you're in is there is, there's an expectation, you know what I mean? You 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 think that you're just a newscaster, but you also become the face of whatever is represented yeah. from your news oh, station. Yeah, you are one with those totally those pitches. Yeah, no, I I, I totally get that. But if uh, again, we trust where we're getting our information. I mean, 
usually on our level of stuff, it's just reporting the facts on local news. I've done, we don't really have the uh, commentary sort of stuff when it comes to um, politics, which is, I think, good. That's all, I don't think people want that in the mornings, yeah, especially, yeah. which I like. Um, I mean, newscasts are usually half an hour at a time, so you don't have time for yeah, it either. Yeah. So, I mean, usually when you get stories from a national level, I mean, there's certain reporters who are just hopefully getting the facts, but I get that sometimes it can be confusing. Do you ever not get passionate about something, though, that you hear and you kind of want to just tell people what you think? I mean, do you oh, not ever yeah. feel that way? I mean, yeah, all the time. I mean, there's certain stories that I will tell them, hey, you need to drop this because it's no one cares. Yeah. I mean, it, unfor- I mean, not unfortunately, but I have that power sometimes yeah. to tell certain people, like, we're not running that. Like, we don't need to run that. Yeah. It's not important. Uh-huh. And sometimes people don't agree with me, but then you have a little fight about it. Right. Figure what it out about things. stuff that happens in culture that is unfair, unjust, or things that you read about or things that you see? And having an opinion about I mean, there those. is, I mean, I could see, I do see people give their little remarks after here and there. I mean, I think that when a story is sad or, or if there's a shooting, regardless of what it is, it is a sad story, right? Yeah. I mean, right. I think you can say that's unfortunate or um, hopefully we, they can find who, who's responsible. Stuff like that. I feel like anybody can agree on. Um, is your personality just not driven towards it though? Like to not like when you whether it be politics or something happening and having an no, opinion I mean, on something to not I meddle mean, or get involved or even even you know in public. It's not well as in my personality not doing that on air. Yeah, it's not. I don't want to. That's not what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. And that's not what I want to do. It's not. I think it comes with. And I think you miss that. I mean, I you you said when I was younger, I would see newscasts where you wouldn't get the opinions of things, um, and so. For me, I mean, even my co-anchor, we don't really sit there and talk about these things. It's yeah. just not what we do. Yeah. And you don't really see that a lot in this market, though. I right. mean, the other stations don't really do that either here, which is cool. Um, but you do see it sometimes, and that's not my personality to, to do that. But other stories that are funny or, or cracking jokes, uh, like the deer who ran through a window. Dude, I saw that video. Did you guys see the deer that ran through the window? Yeah. That's a classic. Like, that's, a, that's a good one. We're going to talk about that. I mean, I'm not there to talk about politics or, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, I, I love politics. I, I watch the news all the time. I'm always reading stuff. And so, um, yeah, but so then what good does that do? Like, don't you feel like you have well, some not, sort of corporate responsibility no. to humanity to do something about the things that you're passionate about? No, if I wanted to do that, I'd go become an activist or something like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And come, become an influencer and then yeah. try and do that way. Aren't you already in essence an influencer? I no. That's not why I got it. But you realize that people perceive you as one. No, and I think that, and that's another thing that I I, I think is unfortunate with. But that's a fact. People perceive people and other others in the public eye, in essence, as influencers. But I, you can be an influencer, but you don't have to be an influencer in the fact that uh, I'm going to tell you what you should believe in when it comes to politics, or. Um, so you're an influencer, but you only influence and certain you choose where you influence. Yeah. I mean, you, well, no, that completely you choose makes what sense. you post, right? I mean, what if I want to influence you on um, uh, saving the planet, I mean, or something like that, mm-hmm. or something you're passionate about, um, adopting dogs. I mean, there's different things that you're not really picking an opinion on. I mean, who's going to be anti-picking, helping dogs or certain things like that? I don't consider myself an influencer, and I, and I, don't, I hope that people in news don't consider themselves influencers. I mean, you right. see that a lot. You do? What help? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I see it all day, the time. Yeah. Every day I see people well, on my not, Instagram feed an and I'm like, why now? are you? Who's why? not an influencer now, you know? Yeah, ex- exactly. It's so true. And yeah. I'm, I mean, I should be better at social media than I am. I just don't do it that much. Do they teach you like how to use it? Do they ask you to use it at work being that 
it, with the evolution. Yeah, you of, have to. I mean, it's such a part of your job. But it's just what reposting stories. I do that a lot. I share stories a lot, and I try not to share anything that's my opinion or anything like that. But every once in a while, you'll drop a line uh, of like a um, a rescue happened or something like that. You'll put it on your page you'll be like, "Wow, glad they got this." Re-. You know what I'm saying? I mean. Mm-hmm. What's crazy about social media, especially for me, what I do, I think people, they don't go to my page to get news. They can get news from Casey 24s page or Fox or CNN. Or, they can get the news from there. I don't right. think they follow me to get the news. Well, they, they might follow me follow to get an for? interesting story here and there. Uh-huh. I post a picture of my dog and they I like the dog. I, the I dog. swear it goes way more likes than anything else. And so I'm like, maybe it's, that's the key. It's just posting a picture of my dog. <laughs> And it's, it's full it's, circle. You never finished the story. So is your dog fully trained? He, okay. He's a work in progress. He is trained, but it's he's one years old. But it like okay, so the guy that te- does the two week thing, yeah. though, he teaches them how how to be off of his leash in public, correct? Yeah. Like I think that's the most brilliant thing for anybody who's ever. But owned it's a illegal. What do you mean it's illegal? You can't have your dog off a leash in public. So or you have, you ever have your dog off a leash in public? Sometimes. It's very legal. Maybe in like I don't a, think a public figure like yourself should be well, doing. Well, the thing is, I'm not like telling this, you where Joe I Mueller. do. <laughs> you're not telling me. Well, what I don't doing. do it often. I really don't. There, there he, is. he is. I really don't do it often. Um. Yeah, he he's a character. Man. How old is he? He is one year, one year, a couple months. But yeah, yeah, we uh, we have. A, I just took him out to the park a couple minutes ago. A couple minutes ago, or an hour ago. Got to burn his energy somehow. He's an interesting character. Oh, he cuddles know. with other dogs too. Oh yeah, he has his best friends at the park. He sees every night. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, he has little friends and. Hey, have you ever seen the pet psychic? Which one's that? It's a person that like. Like not like Caesar Milan. Oh wait, I have no, the seen that psychic that like tells you. I what think your we dog ran a story doing. on that, and I was like, we need to get her number and get her on the show or something. like that. Do you ever do stuff like that just because you want people to come on that you think are interesting? I mean, yeah, you well, you kind of have that power, right? Yeah. I mean, there's a cool event happening here. That's cool. Let's have Dude, I want to have we need. I want to get that psychic chick to come on the podcast. Is she local? No, she's not local. Look her up. What? Uh, just look that's up. a big time guest. I'm gonna come too. Pet psychic. She like well, it's it's. <laughs> I'm super skeptical, but she'll like be talking to somebody on the phone and she says, you know, like you've been leaving your dog like at home on, on yeah. its own by himself. And she's really not happy with that. You need to spend more time. And they're like, how do they know? And well, the people pet like psychic? start. Yeah, they act like it's true. So when well, you do look at your pet, whatever it is, and you're kind of like, what are you thinking right now? That's always the big question. Are you question. mad at me? You're like, what? Did I do something wrong? It's weird, though, that dogs are so like if you're mad at a dog, you yell at a dog. It'll just, it just forget. It's so forgiving. Oh, and it, but it knows. You know what's helped me understand people? What? Dogs. Oh, I, t- well, what a dog is, dog has taught me a lot. <laughs> I'm telling you, a dog has taught me a lot. This is the first dog that I had it's, by myself. Uh-huh. Oh, my, me and my, my girlfriend and I, this is our dog. Uh-huh. Um, growing up, I had dogs, but I mean, it teaches you so much as far as responsibility. I yeah. Mean, it's also stressful. Gives you anxiety about certain yeah, things. Yeah, you're responsible. I mean, it's it's a lot of work, and especially this dog, man. Um, but it teaches someone a lot, and I think it's important for people to have pets. I mean, they're your best friend, too. Yeah. Right? I've, what's helped me understand people more is, like, understanding dog breeds. Like, if you think about people like this, yeah. like, people that are frustrating and annoying, if you just, like, think, oh, they're just another breed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you look at, like, uh, bulldogs. They're, like, lazy. They kind of, like, lay around. Yeah. And so if you know somebody who's lazy and just lays around, rather than being mad at them for yeah. not being a German shepherd, you just realize you're just an English just, bulldog, just, dude. Yeah. So the thing what I've also learned since having a dog is yeah. a lot of people don't like German shepherds or they think a certain way about them. So I'm really trying to not think one certain way about a breed anymore. 
Uh, I mean, I grew up with German Shepherds, so I know how they are. dog shame? Yeah. I mean, everyone has their certain... um, Like Chihuahuas. Louie's like that. I used to not like Louie because she's a... Well, she's probably so sweet, right? She is sweet. Do you you need to take a second to fix the mic? So awkward. Like, can I have this? Uh, No, because they help you there. You got to... I'm like, I I do news. Do you have like a favorite makeup brush? No. Um, Apparently, I was doing it wrong before, but... (laughs) There's consultants too that come in. How come you don't just spray tan? Can't you just spray tan and then you don't have to really use use makeup? Like spray makeup? Like no, s- like spray tan. No, you, you still got to do like uh, there's lighting. Got to make sure you cover all the imperfections. How much is that going to be obsolete though? Like, it, isn't it weird? I mean, the cameras at this point you can see the makeup on your skin. Oh yeah. 100%. Like I feel like at some point but are we going to be I like we lot, need to come up with a different method? I here. think a big part of it is like if you're seeing someone with a blemish or something on their face, I mean you're going to be looking at that. If you can cover that up, it's not as obvious. I even studied this part in college. Is like when you're watching, something's distracting you. You're not listening to them. You're looking at something. So I think you're trying to just be as neutral as possible when it comes to your You face. know what's something to trip out on? Isn't it weird that you're, I've been saying this, that, that your eyes don't see in 4K, but they can see 4K? That's... Like I why? That. I don't like. No, 4K. but think about that. Like, if I look at you, I can't see you as yeah. clear as no, if you I, were I on TV. Yeah, it's scary. When I see a big TV, weird. I'm like, God. I, I don't. Like they're gonna have that. to come up with something different. Like they need different. to not be so tight on our faces. There's that. I tell them all the time. I'm like, nobody wants to see anybody's face that tight, guys. Come on, pull yeah. the camera. Um, and you get self conscious too. Like, I would imagine hardcore because you know how. I mean, even if you saw a news anchor right here, you'd yeah. Be like, well, you're well, not yeah, pleasant. It's just so crystal clear. Uh-huh. And I don't know. I think TVs they're going to come days. up with something different. At what point are we going to well, be like, Well, a lot like, of sets. Okay. I mean, have you seen CBS's new one here? I mean, it's super no. wide. They have these big monitors. And so you just see like a huge, pretend like this huge monitor and the person's like just standing in front of it. So yeah. you don't really see their face. That yeah, time, it's which not I'm close. So jealous. <laughs> you wish that was you. That's why Lauren, our weather person, she has meteorologists get mad at me for saying weather person. Uh-huh. Um, why she, is that like insulting? Yeah. Like it's like a dirty. She's like, word. I didn't go Don't to school and get my to call me the weather girl. Yeah, she's like, I'm a meteorologist. I'm a scientist. Okay. She is a scientist. I don't know. Well, see, that's stuff that you don't know. I don't know, but she she'll correct you, man. I don't blame her. I mean, she did go spend time of her life to study and get that that um, title. Yeah. So she is a professional. But I mean, that for CBS is said, she always says that, like, it's nice being weather because she doesn't have to do it perfectly because she's never on camera like yeah. we are, which. One thing I hate. But. Do you think as time goes on, you'll change in the sense that you'll become more involved in opinion sharing, or do you think that your is your fight to just? I mean, keep the flag for now. The no, and, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, which whenever I mean, I have this talk with my girlfriend all the time. When you're trying to pick a network you want to work at, I mean, for a news reporter, you're like a network hits you up, you go, you know. Yeah. But there's sometimes I guess there's networks you're like I don't want to work for them because this or that. Like what? What would be an example of something you wouldn't want to work for someone for? Like I mean, if they're, I mean, honestly, all the networks I brought I would work for. Uh-huh. I mean, even if I know some people have a certain um, perception of a certain. Yeah, network you're, you're just willing to sell out. That's well, the because, kind of guy okay, you are. watch, <laughs> watch. Okay, watch. Um, I'm just kidding, Joe. No, no, no. no I'm trying to explain I'm it. Just... Like, why don't if I tell one way or another, everyone's be like, oh, this guy's opinion. No, um, I'm just acting like I'm insulting you. I'm really not insulting. I'm not insulting. It, it takes a lot to insult me. <laughs> You wouldn't know that, but everyone at work, you should see everybody at work making fun of me all the time. And you just, do you, do you even laugh? Mm-hmm. I yeah. feel like you don't even laugh, Joe. Oh, I laugh all the time. Do you laugh like a newscaster? I'm super like, sarcastic. <laughs> do you laugh like a newscaster no. when you laugh? God, no. You don't? No. No. I'm a you super laugh. sarcastic person, actually. You are? Oh, yeah. 
And if you get to know me like really well, if on air, I try to be sarcastic, but sometimes I feel like some people don't really understand it. <laughs> like my co-anchor does and we get it. And then if we say something on air, we just start laughing and we get off air. I'm like, Oh my God, no one knows what we're talking about. Um, it was funny though. Cause someone actually wrote into Lauren. They're like, why are you so rude to Joe? And I'm like, really? I feel like I'm rude. Do to you ever get stalkers? Um, there's definitely people who consistently like will write and sometimes it's kind of creepy or weird. Yeah. Just cause you don't know. Well, and there's a lot of even girls I mean, get, get it a lot, like inappropriate stuff. <laughs> My girlfriend gets it all the time and you're kind really? of like, Oh yeah. And it's, uh, I don't know why people like don't take a clue. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, why would you do that or send that? Yeah. There's some weird stuff out there and it's, it's a, uh, I don't know about people stalkers. want attention, right? I mean, that's people. I don't want know attention. if people are socially awkward, or they just don't know how to act in public, or they don't. This is in public, or this is on. Well, social they won't media. do it in public because they want to do it on social media. Yeah, and I think that it's unfortunate. I think it shows where our world is at because everyone hides behind a camera. Yeah. Even when people comment or say uh, they write in, "Oh, who is that guy, Joe, or something, something like that?" You look at their profile, <laughs> and there's a picture of a dog on their profile, uh-huh. and you're like, "Okay, who, who are you to tell anybody anything?" If, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't. How know. do you handle that? I think at first it was harder when, but then I, I always remind myself. I mean, you kind of signed up for that. Yeah. To be put on camera in front of everybody's TV, and then I mean, they have their opinion of their newscasters. Um, some of them give their opinion too much. But, I mean repeatedly but do you watch yourself back yeah every once in a while to what to critique or yeah critique most of the time that's how you learn to grow Mm -hmm. because you watch the people you like and i mean um imitating someone i think is the biggest um version of flattery i mean you know what i'm saying like i think it's flattering if someone wants to copy you because um they like what you do and so you watch a lot of news anchors and you're like dang they're, they're good at that. They're professional. Like, yeah. I want to be like that. So you go back and you watch yourself. You're like, okay, I shouldn't be doing that. I need to sit up straight. I need to not tilt my head that way. I need to not turn my chair that way. I mean, yeah, yeah for sure. I mean, that's how you grow. You, is it a cutthroat business? Is it like, uh, is there a lot of politics involved? Yeah. I mean. As far as, in, as far as in being able to, I mean, people talk about in film and there's a lot of film. I know for I know music, there's politics involved because there's. You're you're the face, but yeah. you're not the. There's the money behind it. There's the backing behind it. There's the business behind it. There's the people that are behind it. I think it's it is it is cutthroat. I mean, it's a hard industry to do, and it's a hard industry to survive in. Um, but I think that it's a, a lot of it's about timing, it's about opportunity, and it's a lot of it is about you putting yourself out there, and you you're not gonna get a job you don't apply for. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're not gonna um, grow get better if you don't maybe seek some help or seek some feedback mm-hmm. ask your boss hey what, what could i do better and we have consultants that come in that kind of give us feedback as well but what does that look like i mean it's someone who watches your work and says do this don't dress this way this is how you do your makeup and that helps but i mean me going through this industry i've been doing this for six years now on air and um i've had people i've looked up to in different markets who've given me feedback mm-hmm. or don't do your hair like that like you look 14 you know what i mean which i still look young you still look 14. I, look, I still look maybe 15 now 15 and a half yeah so i mean there's certain things that you try to do or not do and i don't know you just kind of grow up with it and yeah. it is cutthroat though i'll tell you that does it make it difficult to keep from being self-conscious or allow insecurity to get the best of you when you do feel like i mean you know your your face your work your articulation is oh, yeah. pretty much out there to oh, be judged oh yeah i mean 
It, it, it gets hard. It, and anchorings help me with that because, I mean, at first, a lot of, there were some people who did not like me on their camera. They didn't like me being in that position. Really? Because, I mean, I looked a lot. I still look young. I look, right. I'm 28. Yeah. Um, but I look younger than, than I am. And so I think when a lot of people, when they watch their news, they want a mature yeah. news anchor. Right. And I get that. But, I mean, I've been doing this a lot longer than some people have. Right. Um, who are already anchoring in different roles. So I think that when people write in or they say this or that and they don't really know their back, somebody's background, yeah. they jump to conclusions. Um, at first I was like, it would be hurtful, but then yeah. you kind of just, okay, everyone has their opinion. There's always going to – you can't please everybody. Yeah. You never will. Don't try. You never will. Like, it's not right. going to happen. So I think that you kind of got to get over it. Right. I mean – and that's the tough part probably for in what you do because you have a voice, but you also can't use it in some ways. You know what I mean? Like you probably can't clap back like you might want to or or feel like you, there's a human tendency or desire to be understood. So to explain yourself on I things, like that you clap back. Really. No, yeah, yeah. No, I get all the time. Sometimes you get this urge to reply so yeah. bad. Have you ever been baited? Um, did I've you re ever respond? And Yeah. You did a couple times. Really? I won't talk about it, but did it? Of course, you don't talk about. You won't talk about anything controversial. I, I can't talk about. It. But there's a couple. There's a couple times that I have. Um, but I mean, it's people are uh, just not not informed on certain things, and so you kind of just help them. I do it, kill them with kindness, sort of mm -hmm. sort of way, and I think that's the best way to go about this sort of situation when someone. Critiques you Do you think that people deserve to be heard, though? I mean, especially when in a world where. where People, I mean, we like to say that we're, um, you know, innocent until proven guilty. But in the world that we live in, I mean, yeah. even people in your industry, whether it be Matt Lauer or some of these guys, I mean, you hear the accusation, you hear the accusers, you don't get a lot of information from mm -hmm. the person accused. And you can't help but know there's part of that that is people trying to do what we've always been taught, you know, like keep your mouth shut, don't say anything, don't yeah. incriminate. And then there's the the opposite side where you can say too much and shoot yourself in the foot. Um, but do you think that we do people a disservice by not allowing or asking or championing their their feedback as well to be willing to hear both sides? I mean, is in some ways, I think isn't that what news is? I think it is offered. I mean, it should be offered. We always try and give both sides, especially when politics comes around. Do you local really, though? I mean, yeah. I mean, I can guarantee you Matt Lauer could have gone out on any news channel he wanted to. And said, talked. yeah. Yeah. Why, why, who wouldn't take that interview? Yeah. So I, I think that people should also think that if they're only getting one side, maybe the other side didn't want to talk. Because not everybody does. Not yeah. everybody likes the news. Nobody wants to be on well, camera. Well, not everybody can. I think that not everybody – sometimes people – I don't know. I, I've known a lot of people that it's like I guess they we, don't know how to represent themselves in a way yeah. that would actually help them. So it's better for them to not say anything. Yeah. But then in not saying anything, they also look like they're guilty of – Yeah. No, I see what you're saying there, and it's unfortunate sometimes that happens. But, I mean, how do you – not run the story? Well, I don't know. I, I think that that's the thing. At some point, where are we making news out of just people's imperfections? Okay. At, at some yeah, point, like, when is what, is what is news? I mean, I think that that's the evolution that becomes a bit difficult to rationalize and like morally, whatever that, that, you know, that national moral compass is as a, as a society of people to be able to say, at what point are we more excited news for us hearing what's going on in the life of Kim and Kanye than something that actually no, I, you yeah, know, I feel affects you our day-to-day -day life because there's a lot of people that would rather hear the drama story on who mm -hmm. got caught doing what this week 
than actually news that could, you know, I mean, news, what would be the purpose of news to inform us? So hopefully we could have information to push our society forward, not just to get off. I I think that a lot of people forget that I I see what you're saying with that. Um, I mean, who's to say that this deer running through a window is a story? Is it? Well, I would imagine the reason I would imagine part of that is the balancing act of trying to just balance in a little humor with what you're doing, right? No, and I don't. Th- I think that's more shock. It's a shocking video. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, but it's not news, right? So I think that there's in in a newscast, there's a number. Uh, I mean, you watch E, like you said, Kim and Kanye. You're going to get that stuff, right? Because you're going to watch that channel for entertainment news. Yeah, but to go back to like O.J. Simpson days yeah. when like that trial took over huge. all of television. Oh yeah. But it was the the flaw of I mean, there's a lot of people that are murdered. There's a lot of people, and I get that his is is different yeah. in the sense of the public figure that he was. But it overtook everything mm-hmm. in media. That was the story. Well, because everyone already knew who he was. But that's where people also get into the whole conversation of what is wag the dog and what is not. What mm-hmm. is hey, let's talk about this where this is really kind of going on. I mean, it happened. Yeah, I know. Over I here. So and, and if guys happen. and if information is coming down the chain, somebody is saying here's here's what we're covering. Here's, yeah. There's a, so I guess how news works is there there is an a, a editorial meeting. They decide what's going to be in the news today. That's, do you not care about that? No, I do, but I mean, it's it's not. Um, I do have a say somewhat, but at the same time, I mean, it's I'm out not out there control. gathering it. I, I, reporters go out and gather it. I've done that. I don't get me wrong, um, but I mean, news is news. I mean, you know, it's a good story. We're storytellers. You're, but you, yeah, but a lot of people. I mean, it's more than. I feel like for some people, it's more than just storytelling. It's equipping people with information that they need to be in the know of what is happening in the country that has given them the rights and liberties that it's given them. Like, I feel like there's people that are passionate about people need to hear this information. And I think that most news stations are pretty good about doing that. Yeah. Um, I think that a lot of times, sometimes something, but how happens. do you know I, I, from the news I watch, I get it. I mean, the day of social media nowadays, I feel like anybody can put anything they want to anywhere nowadays. So, I mean, a newscast, it, you have time. I mean, there's a time frame. I mean, I can't, unfortunately you can't put everything in a newscast because I got 22 minutes to put in a newscast and do you think because of that six new- is a, of its weather. But do you think because of that news will continue to become more entertainment than actual news? I don't think it is entertainment more than, more than news. You don't think it's entertainment? No. Do you but, watch the 5 p.m. here and get entertained? No. But I'm saying like for the crowd the crowd that you're talking about that watches the news in general is not going to be millennials. Like I feel like majority of people are getting their their news yeah. from, you know, from their cell phones or from social media. But I, think I still that, think that you have an echelon of people that are, you know, that are older, that have grown up doing these kinds of things that have been around. So that, that's what they're accustomed to. That's yeah. why I wonder like where is it going is it going to be more entertainment? And the reason I say entertainment, I'm not saying strictly entertainment, but I mean, I think that juicy there's this stories, juicy stories, yeah. or where, where we're not counting on all the information to be 100% correct, because we're actually getting information from a lot of places now. Yeah. I mean, there's so many places online now. I mean, I get, I can't even tell you how many stations news alerts I get, because it's, and I also think that you like a different style than he does, than he does, than she does. You're right. I but mean, at what point? Yeah, I, I mean, you're, I agree. You're but at get, what point is that a good thing? At what point do we not need to be able to just gravitate toward things we want to hear, but actually need to engage? But ourselves if every in things station that we need was the same, then why would there be multiple stations? Well, you know the saying? purpose would be, I, I guess, the balancing of facts. 
the fact that everybody I'm not I don't disagree with that but I'm saying like every station is going to run a little bit of a different taste I mean some stations might be more into education so you're going to get that from there some station might be more into the crime to update you about what happened down the street or different things like that so I think with your phone you're going to get a lot more different different uh, types of news entertainment sports Certain you're type talk, of you're news. talking more content though than slant, yeah. Than slant of the news because I'm talking more of slant. Like I think that people gravitate towards um, information that is presented in, in a way or in a slant that they are accustomed to or that they like or that they enjoy beyond just the topics. You know what I mean? And yeah. I feel like at some point, news wise, I mean, my my question, I guess, overall is where should people really go to get solid information? I feel like that's the difficult thing is we live in an information age, which is why I think that you need more conversation. You need people being able to share ideas in a way where it's not just cut and edited and this is how it is because I think people need to be able to, at some point, we've got to be able to know where we're getting what we're getting. Well, if you flip on the news, you're going to get a short version of a story because there's, there's a time frame. But I mean... I recommend people downloading s- several different apps from different outlets and you can see the differences, but AP is a great resource. We use AP, we have AP wires. I mean, we use that every day yeah. and that's pretty straightforward news. I mean, you're going to get, sometimes it's a little lengthy, but it's, what happened? Yeah. And, and you can take that and you can write your own story from it and you can put the ad video we have. I mean, I think that a lot of people, they, like you said, they like to get their news from a certain spot, whether it be uh, MSNBC, Fox news, whatever it is. And that's the way they are. Yeah. And unfortunately, you see a lot. Um, that's just the way it is, I think. I wish it would be different. But also at the same time, when it comes to social media, you're going to get a different uh, thing from E. Than you. I mean, what if I don't think everyone cares about politics? So they're going to take their news from somewhere Well, else. whatever it is, I feel like still we're limited in, in what we can fully retain. You know, yeah. most people majority of people even when it comes to politics they're not voting based upon a full spectrum of you know principles i think if people care enough they're going to research it more well that's the problem right people don't care enough. no the, and then again but everyone's that- like me because i read and and watch the news yeah. like no other um i mean that's just i mean i don't know if that's changed now from before what um people caring less now than before i think a lot of youth do care now I think that they get their news from different outlets, different spots online. Yeah, but don't you think a lot of it's outrage, outrage culture? Like, don't you think a lot of the caring is just being on a bandwagon? Like, I feel like a lot of a lot of people, especially you talk about younger generations, I mean, when know. you actually dig into the facts of what they know, and when you go and ask somebody who's standing on a street, well, I'm corner hoping with that a sign, people will look it up. I mean, I don't know. I I hope people aren't bandwagging on things, but I think you have that with anything. But um, that there would be no outrage culture if there, people weren't bandwagoning on. Things. Yeah, no, I, I I get that. I mean. Me personally, I hope that there's not. We just need more Joe Mullers see, in the world. See, Can we just say that and I, just leave I, it at I, that? I, I, yeah, I try to be <laughs> as fair as possible, right? Yeah. No, I, I feel what you're saying on the bandwagon thing. Well, yeah. What are your thoughts on that? What are your thoughts on this whole culture where it's always just trying to stick up with the next hot story? Um, when it comes to news? Yeah, well, I guess because I would imagine you think news is important. Yeah, I mean. Right? I, I, and you would say it's important because... Why is it important that people have news? Informed. I mean, you want to know current events, right? You want to know what's going on to to, to, to have your own opinion on something. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to change the way something's being run in your city or country, you want to be informed about what's happening down the street or how it's going to impact you. And if I can give you what happened at this certain rally or event or whatever it be, 
and you can get your opinion and you're, you, you're able to be informed as a citizen and do your right to vote. I mean, it all kind of goes together. Right. And I think news is important in the fact that um, I have a power to share a story and that's kind of why I do it. I don't do it to give, I, I'm a storyteller. That's what I like to say journalists are. Some don't see it that way, but I think that's what it is. And um, if we're sharing a story about a rally or political event, that's what it is. It's a story. It happened. Uh, hopefully it's just the facts of the story. But uh, yeah, it's kind of how I look at it. Yeah, no, I mean, it, make, it makes sense. I think that too, I mean, that's the whole concept of, you know, awareness is the birthplace of change. Yeah. And without information, there can be no awareness. And I wish, I guess I wish that more people wanted to be informed, right? And looked at different ways to be informed. Um, cause there's a lot of, like you said, I mean, there's a lot of bias, unfortunately, but I, I hope that's my, I guess I want people to know that you should look in several different places yeah. for information and, and maybe dig a little deeper on a topic if you care about it, cause you'll find more information. I think there. people are just so distracted. Yeah. Like I think people are just so distracted with life and with distraction itself and trying yeah. to keep their mind off of their own lives for the sake of, you know, many people being unhappy with their own lives. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, in order to be. I think at some point there's going to have to be some sort of shift that pushes us to a place where we actually desire change and realize that it's only going to come by us. Yeah. And I, and I feel like we live in a different world now where like youth mm -hmm. are, I feel like they're more active, but it's a different, like you mentioned, they're not watching the news necessarily. So our industry is changing in the fact that we have to reach out to these people in a different way. Yeah. There's Instagram, Twitter, yeah. apps. I mean, there's so many different ways. So it's changing in, in, in that aspect for sure. And, and I hope that people, and I, a lot of people don't, I think know how to get informed too. I think we got to, I think people also have to learn how to be activists. I think that, you know, a lot of, a lot of, especially the bandwagon thing, a lot of a younger generation get excited about being a part of something that's going to, you know, change the world or change the climate, whether it be political or racial or sexual. And, you know, people stand up for these ideals, but I, I sometimes wonder in the, in this quest to be activists, if we realize what we're doing, because a lot of times activism turns into more finger pointing than actually a desire or hunger for change. And you realize that guys, these, some, I mean, I get like marching for the sake of awareness, but a lot of times we end up doing things in meaning to do well that divide us more than bring us together, you know? I mean, unfortunately, you do see that happening out there. I mean, I don't, like I said, I don't take part in that stuff because it's not my job. I mean, I don't, and I, yeah. I see where that it kind of makes people, um, I mean, I do have a certain sort of platform to do certain things, but uh, in my mind, I'm not there to be doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not no, I've to, heard you say it over and over. I know. That's so hard. You don't, and you're you probably don't, like, God, I no, want to I, say no, more. No, I get but. it. No, I, do, I don't. I just want to know. I think that is there is there a human side to you that wrestles with that, though? Yeah. I mean, I think every every um, journalist does. I mean, every journalist at the end of the day has an opinion when they go home. And then what role, though, do we have individually as just civilians to contribute to society? What I mean, what is that for you? Is it just voting? Is it... Is it I mean, think about it. Television or, or media in general has a can influence people with the stories that are put on my, what I like to do is influence people with the fact that like I can share this great story about someone or something and you can and learn about something else. Uh, there's so much information out there mm. and I have this great opportunity to share a story yeah. and you can take what you want from that. I yeah. mean, 
and it's all about how you tell it to really. And that's why it's, it's, it's an interesting sort of way or thing that I do in media and TV, everything put together. But, um, I feel, I, I see what you're saying. Well, um, I just feel like most people would be baited into the conversation. It's actually one thing that I yeah. admire about you. Well, what happens all the time. Yeah. What, being ba- being pulled yeah. into the conversation about, I mean, people do want your opinion. I mean, sometimes if I feel comfortable with people, I'll talk to them about certain things or coworkers or people. But you have to be careful because it's also your job to yeah. be, you know, public and giving information. And so someone you, actually told me not too long ago, they're like, I love watching you guys' channel because I don't, you guys don't talk about politics. That's not what we're here for. And me growing up, the channel I watched was KTLA down in, in Los Angeles. Um, they have fun in the mornings and you watch and you don't get that. I think don't people, they don't want to wake up and get people's opinions. I mean, that's not what they're there for. I feel like when you, when you wake up and watch the news, you want to a get the news, know what's happening in your neighborhood and uh, get information, but you don't, those people who are on your camera aren't there to give you their opinions about politics and, and uh, different things going on. But sometimes they'll comment on uh, an event, say how great it was. I mean, they'll talk about each other. Don't you find, though, that some people that say that are the kind of people that just don't like to hear things that are in opposition to what it is that they think? What do you mean? People, you know, keep politics out of it. We're not watching it for politics. But if it was somebody that agreed with them and was voicing stances that they also adhered to and participated in, they would be okay with it. I find there's a, I find where our society and our culture is moving towards, we like hearing information that we like. Yeah. And how's that different though? Well, I don't think that, I don't think that's how you accomplish change. I think that just things that appease and stroke our ego and our views uh, make us feel better about ourselves. That's not that's that doesn't evoke or cause change. I think at some point we have to hear something that is adverse to the way that I think. We're both going to have to hear things. I have to be able to willing to sit and have a conversation to hear you out and how we may disagree. You have to be willing to hear my views. I have to hear things that are in opposition to my core fundamental beliefs yeah. in order for us to have a d- discussion about how can we being different people still accomplish something good. It's not going to, I'm never going to get to that place of something good, this idealistic society that a lot of people yeah. hope exists out there. If all I'm hearing is information that makes me happy. If I'm a Fox news guy, the pe- because I mean, you talk about watching both. I do the same just for the, the scope of it. Yeah. But there's a lot of people that don't. Most people they choose. I mean, I know guys that are, you know, Fox News guys yeah. and they hate everybody on CNN, you know, and vice versa. You know, at what point I, I think sometimes that we as a society, there's an unhealthy. And I wish uh, more people I mean, would watch uh, other different outlets to get different things but uh, who who's for for someone to for me to say that you should be doing that it's not my well you know, what is that you should be doing what uh for someone to, to to change it up watch different things you should be watching you know what i'm saying like that's well i don't know about watching different things but i think that it's it's more a fundamental principle of a willingness to listen to things that yeah, are different think, than than your scope or beliefs or yeah. views for the sake of the thing that we'll complain about which is not having change. Yeah. No, I hear what you're saying. And I, I and hopefully people can watch. Every, people can talk. And I guess the thing is like people, you, people can talk bad about anything and everything. But if I'm not willing to participate in the conversation, to engage in it and hear both sides and, and, that, and in a lot of ways, that's what you do, you know, in presenting news. Um, but if, I, if we don't find a way to, you know, push people I think in in some way shape or form our society by contributing individually yeah. to that it's going to be difficult to have the no, world I, the I, world I think sure. a lot I of people want I see what you're want. saying but when 
and I, as a journalist, you try and do that. Yeah. I mean, if I go cover a rally or a protest, you're going to try and give the opinions of both sides. You want to be equal. Yeah. You go to a debate or you have, um, you speak to one, uh, city council member, you got to speak to all, Yeah. you know what I'm saying? So you try and you're supposed to at least give all the, the sides of it. If someone doesn't want to talk, you say they don't want to talk. Right. I mean, you tried. What can you do? That's not, that's, it happens all the time. Right. Um, I mean, on my level, uh, we try and be that way. We try and give all the sides. I totally see what you're saying and the fact that you'd, you'd wish more people would try and do that as well and that they're so stuck on their, their ways and, and watch a certain thing. But I, think it's, I don't know if it's necessarily changed from before. What do you mean? I think that people like certain channels for certain reasons. Yeah. Like, like my brother, for example, he likes to watch certain channels because their graphics are cool. I mean, yeah. there's different... You know what I'm saying? Like, there's different reasons people. Watch well, there's stylistic yeah, preferences. Yeah, so I think it goes like in a bunch of different ways. But um, but yeah, I, I see what you're saying with that. And then you wonder too. I mean, you there's a lot of things that we don't know that is intentionally kept from. Yeah, and it media. happens everywhere. Yeah, it's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> no, I see what you're saying. No, yeah, I mean, you get different things for different channels. Unfortunately, that's the way a lot of it is. But uh, again, on local level, we try not to be that way. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's, I mean, that's, I think, I, I think it's always interesting to watch things evolve and to wonder where it's going. Where do you think news is going? Digital. I think a lot of it's going digital. If you look at uh, what we're doing in our newsroom, we've added so many digital jobs. I mean, we have a number of digital. When I got into this industry, there wasn't really a such thing as a digital reporter, a digital Mm-hmm. news anchor and digital. I mean, there's specific uh, news stations that are on streaming services now. Cheddar. I mean, there's different things that aren't, yeah. uh, that weren't around when I started this uh, interning seven, eight years ago. Um, so there's, it's changing the fact that there's so many other options for newscasts and there's a lot more news platforms now than there was before. And you can get um, your news from a lot more places like your phone is like incredible you can get so many things and i think that news and for me i the news anchors i think some might it's harder for some more than others is you got to be willing to um be open to trying other other things and the fact that i'd love to to do an online newscast i think it'd be amazing do you think you'll ever get into like documentaries and stuff i love yeah I, i'm a huge documentary because i feel like you're geared really that way i love it. in the storytelling yeah. side you know what i mean what did i i've watched um oh i watched an hbo documentary last week and what um uh, is it love you now die I haven't, I haven't seen it it's on the girl um that is in the trial for her boyfriend's suicide uh-huh. in oh, Massachusetts. Yeah. You know that story where she talked him into yeah. the suicide. Yeah. It's an interesting documentary. You got to watch it. Um, but I love, I love how it's told. Die. I watch these things and not only the story is intriguing, but I love how they're told. Yeah. And it's so interesting to me and not, not one way or another, but they're um, creative Yeah. and how they make things flow. And cause I, I edit my stories. Yeah. I shoot, a lot of my stories. Yeah. And so I like to watch all that stuff. Um, and I love doc. Yeah. I love the long platforms. I like more in depth stuff. Right. So when I can do that, I mean, I was able to get like a national Murrow award for a story. I went to, what the- is a Murrow award? So Murrow is, um, it's a prestigious award. Edward R. Murrow journalist. Um, he is national awards. I mean, you submit, you submit your paper, your story mm-hmm. and, 
there's a panel and they select the winners. Really? Yeah. And uh, I got a local win. I won locally. Then I went national and I won national. So I was able cool. to go to New York and, and win for it. But it was a story I did on the border. Um, it was right when the whole, the wall was becoming yeah. like the thing that yeah. the, the big news headline. Are you for the wall or against the wall? I'm not, I have no <laughs> opinions. I'm opinionless, Nick. Um, but, but it was uh, what my, my idea. Oh, come on, dude. My idea with it was, were you like pro fence? Um, is it less of a wall, more of a fence? More well, of an, th- some spots, there's nothing. Just, yeah. That's what was, that was my goal with it is to go down there and just show what it actually is. So you just showed what was actually going on in well, the I mean, midst of how many all people the... in this, in this world have actually been in, the, in this country. Have I been to the border? Have you? No, no. I mean, I've been to the border, like the Mexico border, but I haven't like driven along the border. Yeah. Like most people haven't. <clears throat> and right. so I was able to go down there. I mean, I set this up like months in advance, got into contact with border patrol. I did it all. But anyways, it was in depth. I mean, I was able to show so many things. Each story was three minutes. It was nine minutes in total. Um, so it was cool to be able to do, do that. And I spent a lot of time on putting those together. I mean, I edited it. I wrote it. I did it, did it all. We brought like three cameras down. Really? It was fun. If you could do a documentary or anything, what would it be? What would be the topic? Ooh, I don't know what it would be. Um, I see certain things sometimes and I'm like, that'd be a cool story. That'd be cool Dude, story. I want to do a cult documentary. Uh, what kind of cult? Just going into cults. Understand? Like, like going within them. But like, I th- I'm intrigued by it. And the re- Yeah, no, I'm, in- I'm intrigued with different things because you don't really like that Love You Now Die, which was interesting, is they gave the whole backstory. Not everybody was in that courtroom, but... Um, they talk about, I mean, antidepressants and how they're yeah. both on that. And that guy, we all have a perception of what's in the news because they have one and a half minutes to tell a story. Yeah. Um, and so you look into things more and you you get, you kind of get more information and you yeah. start thinking more yeah. and you're like, dang, like you didn't know this. Um, I think that's the thing that fascinates me about cults is how one human could have so much power over another human. So much influence. Yeah. Influence, yeah. yeah. That literally, I mean, families, men with wives and, and children. And you find it interesting in the fact that you just kind of want to know what they're thinking. Or what know, is their thought process? Yeah, how, did how, you, did it, how did you get here? How did this come about? And I think that's such a cool thing with um, journalists and their, their storytellers. And you you have a big you have a big job. You get to go share this story that probably wouldn't be shared. Yeah. Did you, you ever see Murder Mountain? No. Murder Mountain was like, uh, it's about... Um, up past uh, Mendocino County area, Northern California, there um, there's like this this community where basically there's this vigilante justice uprising within um, the marijuana farmers that live up there that have these immigrant people come in to trim. They, yeah. In the in the documentary, they refer to them as trimigrants, and they would come in from these different countries, and these pot farmers would hire them to work their crop. But then in the end, in this one scenario, they rather than pay the guy that they hired in, they just kill him off. But he doesn't. Oh, wow. have, but they don't have family because all their family is overseas. So there's no way for them to actually be in touch or their family to be able to find them. And so it's this behind the scenes of the people and how this whole thing. I'll have really, to watch really, that. Really interesting. I haven't seen that one. Really, really interesting. I love learning of those. I always am skimming like Netflix and HBO. Well, it's weird. Looking I, for different yeah. documentaries. The weird thing to me is it's stuff that's happening like, I mean basically next door you know yeah. it's it's not this is not stuff that happened decades ago it's happening now which is weird yeah you know you think about these i mean i think about these crazy stories about abductions or yeah. and to think about you were in the house next door to somebody who had somebody prisoner in their home like that's you hear these type of docu stories yeah. and it's just bizarre 
And there's, I mean, there's some shows that are kind of like that. I was watching a show about what it's like in a Russian prison. Like yeah. there, <laughs> there's just interesting yeah. things out there and there's so much of it. I'd love to do that stuff down the line. And there's certain people you want. Why work. don't you do it now? Well, just because of time constraints and like with my schedule. I mean, you're when am go I going to bed do at it? Seven yeah, when am I going to go do it? Wake two, up two, two o'clock <laughs> when everyone's working. I mean, it's it it truly is hard on this, yeah. this shift. And, and everyone should feel for their morning anger news people. Um, they down the line, I'd love to do more of that. And it's really cool when you work with someone. I, I mean, there's a guy, a couple of people here I was able to work with, and um, now they're in different markets, but they're so they're passionate about it too. So when you find a cool team, people to work with, it makes it it makes it a lot of fun. And there are certain jobs out there with this uh, reporters can go do and do that more side of, type of work. So maybe down the line, you never know yeah. where it takes you. So if you don't have opinions, what do you talk about when you're hanging out with your friends? I mean, we have opinions. So, but, you, but do you small talk? Are you just always small yeah, talk? We small, yeah, we small talk. Um, we talk about politics. We talk about everything. You do? Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about it. Just not on a podcast. No, no, no. So I, if you want to know I don't Joe talk Mueller's about views, it a lot. Yeah, they just need to get. To Even in public, you. I won't really bring it. It's up. not your thing. No, and I, I think that's what I appreciate about you, though. Yeah, You've, there's an authentic authenticity about you where you're just cool. With this is where you know your role. Yeah. you know what you bring. You know what you contribute, and you protect that. I wish more people were like that and because I, I think we miss out on a lot by not being that way. And I think it'd be, uh, and I I do see it in my industry. Some people in news aren't. I mean, that's. But maybe that's what they see, like you mentioned. They see themselves as having this platform to influence people, which that's them. That's that's not me. And I know maybe some stations like that, some don't. Well, I would just, imagine, too, the pressure, yeah. the pressure to use your platform just from a, you know, from a fundamental standpoint. That I, think I feel like i got to fit a mold or I feel the pressure of people I'm, that I need to say something. If I'm using my platform for anything, I like to help people. Yeah. Um, there's a, a, someone who was killed and they have a GoFundMe. I'd love to share that on my page. There's a dog that was rescued that has no home. They're trying to save. Like I've shared so many of those that people find a dog and they need money to buy it food or something. I like to help. Yeah. I am not. I think it's a little bit of a different way to look at it. Yeah. I mean, you can do a lot. You can help out, but that's the opinion thing is not what I'm here to do. Yeah. What has news taught you the most? Um. What has news taught me the most? What have you learned? What have you learned the most in this? Everyone has a story. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. And I think it's. I mean, someone you drive by on the street, you know, they never they have their own story. And mm. I love that. I mean, a good reporter, in my opinion, I guess you could say, can make a good story of anything. Anything's a story as long as you make it a good one. What makes you passionate about story, that whole idea? I don't know, because I think that you come across, um, let's say, a small town. Uh, there's somebody out of water or there's somebody. There's so many stories that I've covered that I find so interesting that you just... Without me being in that town at that time, the story would have been shared. Mm-hmm. And so you have you have this platform to share these interesting stories. And yeah. I feel like a lot of people, be like, wow, that's interesting. Or yeah. I never knew that. Like yeah. you mentioned, like you don't know these things that happen in your backyard. And it's that's what I like about it. And it, it showed me that everyone does have a story. Mm. Um, is that story going to make the news? Maybe I, that's another time. That's another whole topic. But well, it really is too. And yeah. I, I think that. Uh, my cousin started a nonprofit. Uh, he was on the podcast before, um, but his whole thing is this idea of you know there's a there's a lot of stories out there to be told that aren't being told mm-hmm. you know and if we could get better at telling stories beyond just what is um, you know outrage culture or just stuff that's going to cause hype and yeah. stimulate people's um, you know emotions, but actually stories that matter that you know that there's a lot of for as much bad as happening in the world there's a lot of good and there's a lot of people that if there is bad that need help 
And if we could tell those stories, I mean, what could that do? Yeah, and, and I think there's there's places you can go to find more stories. Like there's certain reporters I follow, and that's all they do. Yeah, that is interesting. And hopefully, maybe the evolution will will force that. You and know, I think the that, fact that the, the fact that we're going more digital, you do yeah. see more. Um, you do see more of that. I would say more uh, heartwarming stuff online than you do on the newscast. I, and I like that. It's different on Instagram. You'll see different unique stories because those yeah. things play on Instagram. I mean. They may not be playing on air. Yeah. Um, I think you will see more of that. Yeah. And I think that's, I hope, I hope to, I hope so. Yeah. Uh, there's certain reporters that I follow around the country that I, I would specifically look up because they, that's what they do. Yeah. It's how they present things. Oh yeah. And it's super interesting to me. Social, it's just a weird, it's a weird age to, to, to live in, mm -hmm. you know, and I, we've for sure not seen the last of it. It's going to continue to. It's a lot of people call it the digital revolution. I wonder if we'll, we'll create some sort of, do you think in the future we'll create some sort of, well, maybe not, but safeguards for, you know, ways of verifying things? Because a lot of even those stories about, you know, uh, injustice or stuff, people, it's funny sometimes you'll get stuff that catches like wildfire and you're here a week later, oh, that wasn't true or that wasn't real. What was that thing on YouTube with like kids videos or that thing and everybody was freaking out because there was some witch or something like in the middle of the videos, like telling kids to do something. And then like it turns out that it wasn't real. It was a hoax. But everybody for a day was like, don't let your kids watch YouTube. Do you remember that? You no. probably covered the story, Joe. Come no, on. No, I think I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember the details surrounding no, but it. But I mean, it there was, was like, what was it? It was, what was that creature's name? Huh? Asking the kids to hurt themselves. Yeah, but what was, Momo. Put it, put, put Momo up. You don't remember Momo? No. I'm sure you covered it. It was like huge. When was this? What was it, two years ago? Last year? It's where kids were watching. It was like pop up in the middle of the videos and tell kids to hurt I, themselves. I think I vaguely remember this. And it was sort of ever. I mean, it was everywhere. Remember this character? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Remember that? Yeah. And then it ended up being that Momo. It wasn't real, right? Yeah. But well, it I was mean, like. I mean, unfortunately, that does happen. I mean, things get put in the news that aren't true sometimes. And. But Joe, it happens. That should not. No, and I totally. Happen. I'm not saying it happens here, but I'm. But that's saying, part of the. Out, well, I'm mean, sure it happens everywhere. Everybody covered this story. Yeah. You know, parents just stop freaking out over Momo. I mean, I can tell you that um, TikTok, though, there's a lot of conversation about this all the time. I mean, there's different. I mean, there's a story about the girl who said that her hair was cut by three boys and never happened last last week. It made headlines. Well, I mean, it never happened. She made it up. I mean, that, that, you try and verify things. I mean, well, I the guy from Empire, same thing, right? You yeah, that story. That's and then crazy. It's like everybody's jumping on the bandwagon. And then it's yeah. like, OK, well, but if if um. Do you guys say you're sorry when you? I mean, if they if they retract things, I mean, certain people will. So you don't say you're sorry; you just retract. I mean, you, yeah, you say we're correcting the story we aired yesterday. Or something. That happens all the time. Yeah. Um, but another thing, um, you, you go with what sometimes the information you're given. I mean, you're crediting them. Please yeah. tell us this happened. Yeah. Yeah. Please tell us they're looking for a um, uh, kidnapping suspect. Right. Not, an hour later, you learn this kidnapping never even happened. So you're you're not. I didn't make the story up. Yeah. I didn't make it up. Did you cover the Vegas shooting? Yeah, because I had several friends there, and so um, that one is still intriguing to me. Mm -hmm. Just the, I think it's just intriguing to me in a place where there's probably more cameras in any other place ever. Yeah, and the fact that there's so much like missing footage of this guy and how things got into his room and how it all happened it just seemed like there's so many. There's a lot of question marks. I mean, there, yeah, I mean, we're never going to know all the answers to that. 
I mean, yeah, but that's also a cop out statement. We're never going to know all the answers in a place where I mean, there's cameras literally, and there's still people. I mean, there's still investigators and reporters looking into it. There's still, it's going to. But I think that that's what intrigues me that you in, you know, we can read a license plate from space. You know what I mean? But we. I mean, you can't figure just, out some of these things. Those are the, that's, it, I don't know. It's, it's just it, interesting. No, I feel you on it. It is interesting. And, 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 it, and you can only go with the information that you're given and yeah, you're only I mean, given so especially much. Especially we in a market there. like this. I mean, you're, you're given the information from the officials and that's what you're tough. I mean, what else do you, how much more verification can you get? Yeah. Right. You can't talk to the witnesses sometimes. So you just take what. Unless you start doing documentaries and Joe Moore well, goes then, on then the road. But, but then you're running into it. deadlines. I mean, you and not saying that you should run with something that's not true, but I'm saying that um, you should. These people, when they get information, they're getting it from officials. The yeah. news isn't there to make stuff up. We don't make stuff up. I mean, that's not what we're supposed to be doing. I don't think you are either, yeah. and that's why I think you guys get the bad rap. But I do think that people that are giving you the information sometimes make stuff up. I don't think when you watch the news, I mean, they aren't making well, but it's stories like, up. No, but not. but how you say, but how you say what you say de- yeah, determines you say and yeah, distinguishes yeah. the narrative that we're actually discussing. Yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, that's just that's just like a a part a part of it. How you, I mean, it's the whole story thing, right? How you tell a story determines how a person interprets yeah. that story. Yeah, and, and there's and we'd be silly to not think that that there's not time. I mean, it's again, it's a especially within the context of politics. I mean, as far as information that is released politically, sometimes that information, information is powerful. That's why what you do is so huge because it is, it has the ability to sway a nation's focus. Yeah, you have that ability. uh, Again, I'm not there to do that. Well, you're not doing it, but somebody's doing it. You're the face of it. You see it all there all the time. I mean, it's unfortunate. Um, I think people have the, the, uh, they can they can choose where they get their information from, and like you mentioned, they they're so accustomed to certain things, and that's what they do. I mean, yeah, I hope that they can people can get information from multiple places, and that would be my only recommendation for people: is get it from how many places. You can, if you find something interesting, don't be afraid to look it up. Yeah, I mean, Google, you'll find a bunch of stuff. Is Google right though? I mean, Google, uh, everything's on Google. Wikipedia pages. Don't follow Wikipedia. that's the one. Don't. I mean, it's not not. You can go to it for like uh, some basic information, but it's uh, you don't. Anybody can put anything on Wikipedia. So, I feel like that sometimes about anything online. You read it, you could read in five minutes. You could read five different Go to blogs a, with yeah. five different opinions. And yeah, there are those fake news sites out there for sure. And or I, or whatever algorithm drove up that article yeah. to the top of the list. Most yeah. people aren't going five pages deep into Google to get their get their no, information. No. I mean, yeah. No, I've so my opinion, my my suggestion to people yeah. is to be looking not at, opinion because you don't no, have it's not a, my opinion. you don't have those i don't have a they don't exist they don't the exist for for me they're not they're not real opinionless let's we could talk forever let's wrap up our time together by give me your favorite news blooper i got mine right now video you're gonna pull it up you ready yeah you pull this one up first and i'll think of mine mine is the grapes lady the great lady that falls off while doing the news story oh i've saw i just watched that not too long dude that's a that's, that's a hilarious. classic though you can't watch that that one's pretty good I'm trying to think of my the other. I mean, there's some good ones out there. There's some funny, funny ones oh, yeah. to come full circle. There's some really good ones out there. I love the one where the there's the Wendy Birch. I actually knew her in LA, but she's standing there, and the guy in the mask pops up behind her. <laughs> Which one? The guy with the mask? Yeah, he pops up behind her, and she just freaks out. <laughs> oh, we can pull it up after here, dude. This is this is my favorite. <laughs> 
are filled with Chamberson grapes, and the winner this Saturday, who's song music, eating international food, having wine tours and tasting, vineyard tours, seminars, arts and crafts. Oh, they're stomping grapes barefoot. I know. Oh, tried to be funny and then fell. This went viral. Well, how could it not? She fell like three views, feet. My gosh, three feet on her face. That poor lady. <laughs> At least you've never had it that bad. You know no, what I mean? I've never done that. That's a little scary. No, I. I Have yeah. you ever got your like your tongue tangled and said something really crazy? Like wrong? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it happened. But yeah, of course, every news person has. I am. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Like, like, but you don't remember any. Oh, or like, I mean, there's a number. Okay, so when you're tired, sometimes there'd be a number in the prompter, and they're like, oh, "I just said the wrong number." Have you seen the one preacher that is talking and he's preaching and he's talking about in the Bible how Lot and he's trying to say how he chose to go pitch his tent, but he got his tongue messed up and he said he chose to go pinch his tits. Oh, there's a bunch of that stuff, <laughs> dude. Like those kinds of things. I don't know why, but they make me laugh so hard yeah, when somebody, be because they know what they're saying and their face looks like they know what yeah. they're saying, but then yeah. they, they and don't. Feel, and I, am, I was like, oh, it could you have been any of us. It could have been any of us. There's been some close calls for sure. I'm like, I pretty oh, messed. The only reason I watch you on TV is just, see to, when I just up? to see when you mess up. Oh yeah. No, and then I, I, I just would too. send you something so like, great like, job this morning. That's what we might coin. Like when each other, we each other mess up. Uh -huh. like, we can't look at each other because we know the other person's laughing. Like it's so hard uh, for us, to, but we have such a great time. And I think yeah. that's a big part of, of this industry. If you're enjoying it, then it's so much easier. Yeah. And if you're good with good people who are, like it as well, your life's going to be a lot easier with anything really. Right. Yeah. Surround yourself with good people. Do you have like a signing off phrase, like Seacrest out? Do you have no, something you do? but we have like a, um, a I feel pattern. like you need something like that. We have like a pattern. Like if, <laughs> if I, I usually say like, thanks for joining us, blah, blah, blah. And then she'll say, See you tomorrow. But like one of us messes that up, it, it but it's all messed up. It throws it all off. Yeah. Like if she's gone and I have to and I have to say the whole thing, I always I feel like I'm always it gives me anxiety. Because sometimes you have to carry the show by yourself. Yeah. Like today I anchored uh, the noon or the midday show by myself. And so, but like I have to think about okay, the ending's coming up. What am I going to say? What am I going to say? Because <laughs> you're so used to your routine that if it's yeah. changed, like you, you can mess you up. Like yeah. Or you like say something awkward and then wrap the show. You're like what? I'm so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> like what did I just say? No, yeah, that's it happens all the time. Well, dude, I appreciate you stopping by. No, yeah, Thanks for coming yeah. and hanging out. And uh, anytime you just get a nurse to share some opinion. Oh yeah, you I'll, got, I'll be, I'll you be got sure my to call number, you. You know who to call. I'll be sure to call you. I'll give you my opinion on news bloopers. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. All day, every day. Yeah, no, I appreciate you letting me come by. This is fun. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate yeah. it.